guys, we have a huge announcement to make. The McAllister Arts Podcast is going to be doing something completely new and different. We're going to be creating our first ever action comedy film entitled The Chronic Crusaders about one of our favorite subjects, cannabis. We have already got a solid cast and crew behind this project with the goal of releasing on April 24. Now, as everyone in show business knows, the one thing you desperately need to get a film started is funding. And that's where you, the listener, come in. Even if you only have a dollar or two to spare, this helps us tremendously. So, if you're a fan of the podcast and want to help, this is your chance. Please check out the link in the description for the Kickstarter to donate. Again, we appreciate all the listeners for tuning in every week, and we hope you consider helping this dream become a reality. Stutterbox Productions is a backbone for many of the events that you see in the Midwest, from EDM festivals to late-night hip-hop shows. This company has been working closely with this podcast since the beginning, and we always have plenty of things planned for the future. So, if you're looking to plan your next gear event, head over to their Facebook page to learn more today. All right, man. This is the first episode back in this podcast studio, by the way. Oh, it's been a while. So, well, like, uh, well, both for you being here in a while, but like, this is the first like McAllister Hours episode that's like been done in the studio. Oh, in this studio, in this oh, studio wow. specifically, yeah. Ooh, special so, guest. So, yeah, this is a big deal, man. Very big deal. Episode one ninety five, guys. We're here. We're not live, but here live in the present. Me and David right now. <laughs> Yeah. Guys, 195 in the Cow Stars Podcast. I'm your host, Wise Cole McAllister. We're joined today by a very special guest. It's been, a, I think it's since episode 27 or 28 since you've been on. Jeez. Almost 170, I think around 170, if not more, episodes since you've been on. Guys, it's David Maruccia. How the fuck are you doing today, man? <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for having me, man. I'm very yeah. glad to be back on here. Um, I remember the first time we did it was in your little apartment. Yeah. <laughs> back you know um off of ingersoll yeah and yeah yeah it's, yeah it's been a while man and you know life has changed you you've moved twice yeah i've moved twice and that's, that's same, right that's yeah we same, both have you know yeah i went out of state for a while did the whole law that's school true. thing in illinois um loved the law school hated illinois <laughs> and uh and yeah no i'm glad to be to be back here in des moines i mean des moines say what you want about it but you know, if you're from Des Moines, it's home. Like, that, yeah, like, exactly. I, I don't know too many people who moved away. There's some, but a lot of people who move away move back. And um, yeah, man. And you know, different stages in life. Then I was just getting ready to go to law school, getting ready mm-hmm. to move. Um, life update: <laughs> graduated. <laughs> that's a good thing. Still waiting for the bar bar results. Um, whether or not pass or not, we're going to be drinking that night. Um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, bought a house in Ankeny. Now we're uh, working at principal financial. Yeah. Your life truly has changed a lot, it's man. Totally, totally different, man. Yeah. Uh, well, for those who don't know, you're the brother-in-law to Molly, who is the, uh, assistant slash girlfriend of the, of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I put the most important part first. <laughs> <laughs> um so we it's kind of, it was kind of weird you know i got i'll have to like watch that episode again because like you know us knowing each other then versus us knowing each other now it's been such a transition you know and like you know both our relationship has grown like and our lives have grown like mm-hmm. i guess how does it feel being like i guess like 
you know, I guess technically you don't know because you're still weighing your bar results. But I mean, for the most part, you've completed law school. Like how, like describe that journey. How's that felt? You know, I, my, both my parents were lawyers, so mm-hmm. I, you know, have definitely heard plenty about that yeah. experience and how that is. So get into it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Law school. I mean, it's, it's a different animal. Um, and especially doing it during COVID. Like, like we started, I started law school August 2020. And so Illinois rules were everything's online everything's remote so didn't really get that whole first year experience you know being cold called on and whatnot sitting in there in the hot seat i mean i did the first year of law school in my apartment um but it's just you know heavy reading burden and lots of pressure um we had like people drop out the first week we had people drop out after the first semester i'm sure yeah and so it's I mean, it's one of those things where by the time you've been in it for two semesters, you know whether or not you're going to finish. Because mm, um, a sure. lot of it, it's it's not so much that law is an insurmountable like thing to understand. I mean, you know, it's reading, comprehending what's been written down, and then using whatever you've read to make an argument. So, like, why can i um you know not go out in the street and sell well whatever freaking drugs that i've written you know written whatever drugs that i want to sell you know i mean there's a law so you have these things called so you have like statutory law you know statutory laws you know the legislature or the county or whatever is like this is the rules no one can drive over 55 miles an hour that's statutory law it's just written down and then you have things like Sta- co- sorry, statutory is in like state law, or uh, it's different. Uh, how's that discerned from yeah, like yeah, federal yeah, law? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so so statutory law. I mean, federal law is statutory law. Statutory law is oh, a, is okay, a law okay. made up by some kind of government or legislative body. So these okay. are the people who make the laws. These okay. people have made. It's the just laws. the law in itself, yeah, and yeah, then that yeah. divides down yeah, to yeah. federal state. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I and then um, then you have this thing called like common law. And common law is essentially judge made law mm-hmm. you know and this comes and like, like our whole legal system is based off of the english um common law system and so mm, there would sure. be there would be a law you know or there would not be a law and then let's say david goes out and starts you know beating his wife in public they're like yo 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 we don't like what you're doing you know we're taking you in and i say well why am i in trouble and so We'll say, well, you are out, you're, you know, beating up your wife, um, and you can kind of use a statute. So let's say that would fall under a public um, public nuisance. Mm-hmm. You know, what what is that? How is that defined? We'll say if you're out at night in public out of your house, this qualifies as a public nuisance. And therefore... You're going to go, you know, here's the penalty. You do 30 days in jail for that. And so once that gets written down, it becomes common law. Because then if you go out and do that, then whatever trial you go to, the judge can say, well, based on this decision, David versus city of Des Moines, Mm. you know, we have interpreted a public nuisance to include going outside and beating your wife and please don't beat your wives everybody don't do anything <laughs> like that um but you're going against some of the core <clears throat> values of the show David. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you, you know 
and so that kind of becomes that kind of becomes a trend and so what you do in law school is you read a lot of common law you know how did we get all these rules i mean not every single law is written down not every single crime is written down not every single thing is written down and so common law kinds of builds on itself it's okay how have we dealt with something similar to this or how if we have a similar case in Kentucky we have a similar case in don't follow laws in Kentucky <laughs> we have a similar case in you know Washington or somewhere um, but then you can point to that and be like hey similar circumstances and then so we all come to like a common understanding of either what the law is or what the law should be and then the legislative body of either the you know the county the state or on a federal level comes and decides okay based on that interpretation this is the law now does that make sense yeah yeah sure sure so like so nothing the only thing that supersedes and that's why we have levels of state right mm -hmm. so like if a judge makes a law and you don't like it then you can just be like okay i'm gonna appeal to the state or the federal level or whatever mm -hmm. so what your job is mostly is dealing with the common law yeah. right like going like you have clients that are dealing problems and you have to go through and filter through i guess it could be either but i would assume it's more so common law than yeah yeah the and, and, and i mean the thing with common law is common law can very easily become statutory law but mm. then you also have things that so not to get too technical no go for it but man. i mean so everybody kind of has a decent understanding of like jurisdiction right mm -hmm. like you know if you get in a fight here in iowa i can't drag you to germany and german courts <laughs> yeah. like, well, like that's not our you know that's not my problem sorry he's beating yeah. up. everybody would be getting you know? beat with bamboo sticks yeah yeah <laughs> they, they don't have jurisdiction to enforce their laws on you because you're not in germany or whatever yeah, exactly you know and so the way the common law works here um is essentially if i mean there's there's levels to it right and so let's say there's a decision by a judge from the iowa supreme court that's binding on everyone below that judge which is every lawyer every judge that essentially becomes the law mm-hmm for the state of Iowa dealing with that case. And so if a judge says, um, you know, no one can drive 60 miles an hour on 34th Street, being very simple, that's the law anywhere you go and anywhere you go in the state of Iowa. So if you're on 34th Street and you're driving over 60, you can go to jail. Um, if a judge at like a lower circuit or in a smaller district decides that, it's common law, but it's not binding on everyone above it. So, so it's always bind, binding on people below you. So like the, the Supreme Court, whatever they say the law is, is a law for everybody. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Uh, and so based on that interpretation, um, and, and it just kind of works its way down. And so when you're making a legal argument, I can say, hey, well, if I'm making an argument in Iowa for why we should be able to go above 60 on 34th Street, I can say, well... If you look at, you know, the city of Columbus, it's kind of like Des Moines on 34th Street. They can drive 70. We should be able to do that. And there was a case where a judge in Columbus, Ohio said we can do that. Mm. That's influential, but that's not us, you know. So, sure. the, so, so the Iowa Supreme Court has the, uh, gets kind of like the final say in what happens in Iowa, similar, similarly to how the supreme court has a similar has 
um, say on whatever happens across the country. And so, and so, you know, so it's always binding down. It's not always binding going up. And so the I, so if I'm making an argument to Supreme Court, I can say, well, in Iowa, they decided this based on this, this, this. This is why you should, you know, side with me. And they can say, well, in Texas, they they fought another way. Supreme Court does it the other, you know, Supreme Court gets to decide that. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this. So this might be kind of taking a left turn, but yeah. like, um, I, as you may or may not know, the audience definitely knows, but yeah. uh, I'm a libertarian. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I don't subscribe to full anarchy, but I do kind of like a lot of their ideas. I do think that there should be some laws, but I guess, let me just ask you the general question, you know, um, you know, saying like, you know, having a judge kind of decide things for the whole, you know, you can see how there can be a lot of, um, people that take advantage of that system. Um, I guess what's your uh, counter argument to like the libertarian mindset of like, you know, actually limiting laws might actually help people. And I guess like, what's your opinion on like, you know, restrictions and laws, I guess in general. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, somebody has to be like, like the primary decision maker, right? We have to live in a society that's governed by a set of principles that we all kind of, subscribe to not to the same degree not to the same level um and i mean of course there's issues with the way that our system is structured i mean we give more we give a lot of weight to laws decided by people who live in one part of the country yeah um and not so much people who live somewhere else but then if the people who live in that part of the country, East Coast, um, <clears throat> you know, they're, and, and, and again, you know, your, your dad's a judge. Mm-hmm. And so part of his world, you know, unfortunately, you know, okay. <laughs> I mean, your, your worldview is going to be shaped by your experiences. Yeah, you know? exactly. And exactly. so if you're in New York your whole life and now you're the New York federal court and now you're, you know, you can work, go to the D.C. district and you become a Supreme Court judge, that's all you've known. You've never been to, you know, Bozeman, Wyoming, or, you know, something like that, where it's a whole different country over there, you know, mm-hmm. and then the laws with guns over there is totally different than it is in New York. You know, in Bozeman, as many wolves on your property as people, you know, if you don't have a gun, your dinner, yeah. you know. And, well, uh, that's why I say get a gun. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, but so going into how how it's structured, I mean, I mean, it's hard to think of a better system because you need to know, like, what the laws are, how to interpret the law, why this system works. And so with that part, I mean, I think, you know, you should definitely have people who have at least studied it. Um, do I think everybody should take the bar exam? No. The bar exam makes you memorize things you'll never use. So you think the problem is education at the end of the day? People just aren't knowledgeable enough about the law. And that's uh, why they fall prey to all these things. Uh, well, I mean, I think people don't want to. And this has always been the issue. I mean, people really care about what they really care about. With that, with that oh, I mean, yeah. like, if I'm a gun rights guy, I know everything about guns, the mm-hmm. laws, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Okay. Well, how do you feel about... Um, you know, something like as complex as like immigration or, you know, what do you know about, I was just reading about this today, you know, how should we regulate the financial industry? Who gets to have say and things like that. And so like, you might not know anything about that. And so you're going to punt the ball. Like, I mean, 
we're all experts in you know what we do most often mm-hmm. but you know i don't know anything about lacrosse or <laughs> luge you know how how should the, the lacrosse rules be interpreted you know yeah. in order to make a better game and so i mean you and so when you talk about law you need people who know what the laws are or at least have the tools to be able to figure out what people should should you know want but if you want to have a, a libertarian system where you can open it up just have the people what should the speed limit be whatever you want and people die until your kid gets hit yeah i mean people are gonna die regardless I, I mean i think the libertarian argument would be that less people would die actually with laws because i think laws actually um you know influence like there's a there's a line draw when there's a line draw it influences people um to get to that point like for instance like binge drinking in the u.s right mm-hmm. like the fact that we put a legal limit on alcohol it's like almost it's created the binge culture that the u.s is whereas you look at other countries and you know they're allowed to drink at 15 16 you don't really mm-hmm. see as many problems with alcohol okay i'm gonna push back a little bit sure a little bit. go for uh, it because I, I, I might not I, be as knowledgeable no 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 no, that, no, so. no no but i mean I, I was in ireland um, okay and their drinking age is 18 okay um but they still they regulate that another way they uh, they'll shut down pubs early Mm. and they'll increase the price of alcohol you know and you know teenagers are not the most wealthy individuals in society (laughs) you know and i I, i've been a teenager before you know sometimes my wife still thinks i am um but (laughs) but uh so i mean if you go out and look and so i mean and and like something like speed limits right mm-hmm. should everybody be able to go out at speed they want absolutely but should they be able to go whatever speed they want next to a school kids are dumb That's yeah you know and so they might, might they, they might not know the rules whatever should we be able to like plow through them at 90 miles an hour probably not and so you and so that's kind of how society works and like i lean libertarian but it's also very issue dependent you know yeah and so I, I, i'm the same way yeah I yeah, and, yeah. And, and and kind of pivoting um you know i mean i, I definitely think there's especially living through covid and i, and I hate this everything's like you know, you know there's pre there's two worlds now covid covid is the new like bcad like that that's the new line yeah uh, and yeah, so exactly and so coming through that, I mean, you see how much money the government has to do things that people need. And so it's like, okay, everybody's at home. No one's working. What if we just send everyone $2,000? Where did that money come from? I don't know. They found it somewhere. You know, Joe Biden opened his wallet or Trump did or whoever did. And they found the money. And for me as a fairly libertarian person like the government is really good at doing two things the u.s governments to be specific two things war and spending yep money. yep oh yeah you know it's their f- bread and butter yeah 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 <laughs> but the spending money is like what are you spending money on you know because it, and and the things that both parties do the same dance where whatever they want they have endless money for you know, like we want to, you know, go fight the Russians. Endless money, completely, never ends. Twenty-four billion, sure, we got it. Where'd it come from? I don't know. No debate. We're not even debating it. 
Healthcare for kids. <laughs> mm, I don't know. We're going to have to, you know, put together some committee and explore this. It's like if you guys really wanted to solve this problem, because you did. I mean, childhood poverty hit a record low during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's like we're going to, you know, give parents with kids money. I'm going to be a parent with kids. Send me some money. But I would if, be interested to compare that to what it is now, though. Yeah. I mean, it's gone. What you, the child poverty rate is gone? No, 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 no. The child tax credit is gone. Oh, the, and so oh, poverty I see. had the childhood poverty had the largest year to year increase post COVID as yeah, it ever had. Yeah, okay. That so that's why we've yeah, predicted. yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Because I mean, but if you want to help people, you can. Yeah, but then you know they all get together with their generals, and someone's like, "Ooh, I know. What if we send a." Uh, cluster bombs to fight the russians then you're like (laughs) what like one yeah we don't even have like they're mostly illegal but like that's a huge logistical like logistical challenge yeah and to put them on a ship schlep them to europe put them on a train schlep them to poland put them in a truck get them to ukraine put them in other trucks get them on the front line then shoot them yeah it's a lot of money too it's a lot of money yeah you know and and they're not cutting their paycheck to (laughs) do all this shit. exactly (laughs) Uh, uh, and so that's where i'm just like if you guys wanted to solve these problems that we have you know and and i was in europe and europe europe is good like europe is they're fine like they're not better than us they're not worse i did not see you know tons of homeless people when i was in europe and i did not see all of all of your i'm sure there's plenty of different parts of europe but overall i mean they're very similar society they're they're very similarly wealthy you know and so i'm just like why are we helping them so much how does this benefit us at all that's kind of been what like one of the things that's made me really pivot politically to be more anti both parties because they don't care about people. If they care about then, people. No, not at all. If they care about people, like, I mean, what's what can you fund more than, you know, helping poor kids? Yeah. Like, give them money. And just give their parents money. Their parents know what to do with it. Are some people going to abuse it? Sure. You know, it's like just like funding Ukraine. Ukraine is a horribly corrupt country. It was before the war. Still is. The Pentagon just lost $6 billion dollars. It's just unaccounted for in Ukraine funding. It's like, where'd it go? It's like, yeah. you know, hey, yeah, we got a hundred rifles. Oh, it's- yeah, that fighter jet that just went missing. Yeah, yeah, I use the F-35. <laughs> that's a, that's a, almost a hundred million dollar plane. Like, that is the biggest money dump ever. And the thing is, they don't even work. They're not good aircraft. Like, they're not good aircraft. Because... And, and, so it's possibly might have accidentally done that. Like it's very like that's more likely just given how shitty those aircrafts really are. Yeah, is what you're saying. I mean, it's just there's endless money, so quality goes down because you're not. Yeah, you can always beg for more money. Mm-hmm. And when yeah, and what, what do you not want to fund the, you know, the defense industry? Mm-hmm. Do you remember 9/11? Yes, <laughs> they weren't shooting missiles. <laughs> you know, they didn't send fighter jets over here. You know, and the F-35 has just been, I remember hearing about this, and this was back when I was in college, like like undergrad, and 
all the money's gone into it. It's supposed to be this can-do-everything airplane. And someone just ejected, uh, I think it was like in South Carolina or Kentucky or somewhere, and it was because of weather. And you have the U.S. Department of Defense putting out a Facebook post asking for help finding a hundred million dollar aircraft that was literally taken down by some rain <laughs> i'm just like what are we doing who's in charge here like, <laughs> like that is, who an like a hundred million dollar airplane or close to that is gone and we can't find it I'm just like give me a i'll give me a hundred million dollars i'll do way better things than <laughs> dump an airplane in someone's farm. <laughs> like the interview's like, yeah, we had a loud noise in an airplane. I was like, gosh, what if that found someone's house or in a school? <laughs> like, didn't Elon Musk make a poll like, what would be better if I had this money or if the government had this money? And like, yeah, of course, everyone voted for Elon. <laughs> well, well, I mean, and 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 again, kind of going back to like a libertarian argument where like the government is good at really good at you know spending money and killing mm-hmm. people you know we're really good at that we're good at what to do after we're good at taking people out what to do after is really we struggle with that you know again u.s yeah. government when i say the government i mean u.s government to be specific yeah we don't do it we just keep doing <laughs> just yeah. keep doing the, the killing and yeah the- yeah and then there is no plan like 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 with this whole russian thing um everyone's like we need to kill putin someone just kill putin everything's like do you know who sits behind Putin? Like, where have I seen this? And it's the same people from like nine eleven and and forward. Mm. Like, I know that I cannot trust you people because one, I've seen your report card. <laughs> it's absolutely horrible. It's dog shit. It's dog shit. And 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 two, <laughs> and two again, the same people. The you know the McCarthy's, the Bidens, the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, the. You know, whatever all their republicans be like and then the same old generals who you know work for the u.s government then go work for raytheon mm-hmm. i'm just like i can't trust you guys because the thing about the per- like the person who sits on top of like all the crazies like a Saddam, he's there for a reason because he's the lid on everything else that's below him and you take that lid off and they gotta deal with everything after him you know, because we're like, yeah, Saddam is a horrible mass murderer, blah, 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 blah. Go there, we kill him. We got Saddam. Let's go. America. Fuck yeah. Now we, get, we got ISIS. Now we have, like, like, instead of Saddam, one guy who could be like, yo, Saddam, chill the fuck out. We have ISIS to deal with. You know, and now people are chopping heads on the street. And the same thing, and they really lost me with this whole um, thing in Libya with Gaddafi. Because Gaddafi... Remind me what happened with that again. He was killed in the streets. The U.S. sponsored a coup, or like the U.S., Italy, France, because he wanted to move from the petrodollar to having like an African Union currency. So having Libyan oil not sold based on the U.S. dollar standard. Oh, I see. And okay. then once he said that, well, he's mass murderer. He's killing his own people. We have to get rid of him. And mm. So we go to Libya. There's a coup. Gaddafi gets you know. <coughs> gets overthrown they kill him in the streets and then less than two years later libya is a failed state and they're literally selling african slaves on the streets and i'm like God damn. i'm like uh, in broad daylight i'm like 
I'm like, uh, this was your plan? <laughs> like, this is better? Libya, like, ask people which country. Libya's two countries now that are, one is recognized, the other one's not. They're still fighting. Do they hire, like, a Louisiana and, like, uh, uh, it's auctioneer? <laughs> Hey, uh, five dollars, and then these same people are like, you know, and, and, and they try to do the same thing in Syria, you know, and again, if they had got rid of the leader of Syria, you know, ISIS would have taken all of it over. Yeah. Because it was literally Putin and um, Bashar al-Assad fighting ISIS in Syria. Because otherwise, the whole thing is ISIS. And then what? Hey, yeah, we killed a spider. Now we killed the main one. Now we have a thousand little ones we have to f- deal with. You know, which is way harder. Because yeah. then you don't know who to go after. You know, and, and the last thing is like this whole Afghanistan thing. It's like, okay, so before we're going to go to Afghanistan, get rid of the Taliban government. And then the Afghans will be happy. We'll give them freedom and democracy. 20 years later, who's in charge? Taliban government is in charge. <laughs> the only difference now is one. They got a bunch of weapons. Yeah, yeah. They have all of our shit. You know, they have all of our shit that we paid for. Like, I need to go get my damn Humvee that I paid for. Like, yo, can I have that back, please? You know? And then they chase us out. And who's in charge? The Taliban. Like, what do we do? And, like, imagine being someone who grew up, like a young girl, you get educated. The Taliban's gone. You go to college, whatever. And then it's like, all right, back to the Taliban. You're like, what? Like, it's horrible. Like, you're in a worse position because at least if you're born just Taliban, that's all you know. You don't have a taste of freedom. And so, I mean, my main point is these, like, you can't trust them. You cannot trust the yeah. people who aren't, like, you've, I've seen your report cards. I've seen your projects. You guys are absolute shit at this. Except... If you look at Raytheon's, look at Boeing's, um, just stock returns, they're, they're off the charts. They're off, like, there's very few better investments than in U.S. weapons manufacturers. Because anytime you see that money's going to Ukraine, it's not going to Ukraine, it's going to Raytheon. How do, how do we get a cluster bomb? <laughs> Uh, you know how do we get these f-16s how do we you know get these targeted munitions like they don't have them we're not like you know so we're not like giving someone money we are paying raytheon to make them then paying somebody to ship them and then paying you know and when you have this many people on payroll someone's gonna start stealing that's how you lose six billion dollars if everybody just takes a little bit off the top you know those 90 hum those 100 humvees end up as 75 how, how do you think the Mexican drug cartels got javelin missiles? <laughs> you know, war war is great. It's really, really great for weapons smugglers or if you want to move anything. Because yeah. it's chaos and there's no laws. Mm. You know, there's no laws. And so, like, if <clears throat> this place gets taken over, you're like, oh, we have all this leftover ammunition we don't need. There's a market for, for guns. There's a market for ammo. And the people who, you know, Work with the black market. They know where that is. They know where to go. They know where to go. It's like, you know, and all you have to do is take a little bit off the top. You know, because if we're supposed to deliver 100 rifles and we deliver 95, you know, so we still got 95 rifles, you know, it's, it's cost of doing business. Someone's making money off of it. 
you know and again it's our money like it's and that's what makes me angry because we have money to do all these ridiculous things and it's just yeah it, it, like that's how like you guys don't care about people yeah and they don't leave they're fucking ancient like why are we <laughs> run by dinosaurs well that's the problem man so i guess l- let me uh pivot back to like the original like let me just kind yeah. of play a little devil's advocate and like okay, the anarchist argument uh, yeah we'll get through well this will be the last part before we move on but um uh, you know like we have the, all those problems with government like it eventually leads to that i guess like what's your solution to like to that problem of like things always getting bad people in you know bad people getting in power etc yeah yeah um transparency like a transparency that's almost uncomfortable mm. because then you will have the people who can deal with that running the government you know like so for example um after this whole GameStop crazy shit started, you know, everyone became a whole, everyone was a stockbroker all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> uh, just because they made some trades and I got some gains and now we're going to the moon, you know, it's just stupid Reddit shit. But <laughs> after that, all that chaos happened, people started looking and like, yo, how come Nancy Pelosi has better stock returns than Warren Buffett? Is Nancy Pelosi the best like investor in the fucking country and no one knows it? <laughs> Or does she have access to all the information and yeah. influence? Like, if you, so so, like if you came to me mm-hmm. and you're like, here's my company, and show me, you know, hey, it's gonna it's gonna do really well, and then I get to decide on whether or not you do really well. I can pre-buy those shares early. Or I can put myself in a really good position to say, okay, well, once your IPO launches, I can wait. And then I'll grant your whatever bill that you wanted. Or mm-hmm. I'm um, you know, now we have the, you know, my Callister munitions factory. <laughs> and then, you know, we'll start it. You know, the IPO, eh, you know, it's a new company. You know, we'll, you know, okay, your stock's at five bucks now. It's not yeah. bad. It's not bad. And so I buy a million shares and I'm sitting on it. And then I'm like, hey. We need weapons on Ukraine. Why don't we give why don't we give that contract to them like Callister munitions? <laughs> and and then the stock goes to a hundred. I get off. You know, and so it's like you have you're in position to be both have the insider information and have uh influence over what happens. And like for me, one thing that I would do personally, because like right now I you know I work with securities, like I just can't go buy stocks willy-nilly because as a registered rep, I have access to stuff that you don't have access to. Mm, I see. I and see. so because of that, I can't buy any IPOs. Mm. And I, like, if I make a trade, I can't flip it within 30 days. And all my trades have to be pre-approved. Mm. And so why not have the same thing with Congress? They have way more information than I do. They have way more influence and having that level of transparency that says how much is my you know representative profiting from this war yeah if you see that then it's like you know that definitely it changes your behavior yeah because you can't hide your hypocrisy you know it's easy to hide like you know if i go out there and say 
be a good person whatever and then go back and do whatever the heck i want <laughs> you know but and, and, and that's what they do and so i would have a like one strict salary limit it's like you wouldn't pay you well yeah. 250 you know whatever um and you, you can't buy stocks in individual companies you have to be like mm-hmm. on an index or something where it's like you just can't be the primary insider on everything because it's even worse than an insider because you get to decide like you're an insider like it's not it's not that you have the influence you can make the determination on how well they're going to do like with apple if i had some you know and they have this new tech i'm like well i'm gonna make that tech illegal yeah it, exactly. it goes down and, and, and yeah. you can't like you're in that position and so my solution would just be like a very like you know and, and your whole portfolio has to be public information yeah I, you know all these things sound great but like at the end of the day the government still has to be the one to like enact that so isn't it possible that or not possible but isn't it the reality that it will just always be in a loop Again, I'm playing devil's advocate, but like well, that this will always be in a loop, and that any kind of laws that are in place are always going to perpetrate this. Oh yeah, I mean, and 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 that's that's the hardest thing about it. Yeah, is really like how do you get? I mean, it's like you go somewhere and you sit for a while. You know, if I sat here for like two hours, I'm comfortable. Yeah, and then you try and move me. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> nah, it, 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 you know, and it's just that institutional inertia Mm. where and then it feeds itself because i come in you know me and you with the new reformers like we should change all the things we should change all the things until we start making money i'm like well (laughs) is it that bad you know you know we should tweak some things and then we make more money and like okay i mean we should not have transparency because now we're super rich and then you know then, then the new youngins come in like we should change yep. everything and and that's i think and again this is just me being hypothesizing but i think that is the unspoken design of how to fight because like, you see these you know you know on both sides you have like you know your aocs or like your um you know your Ted Cruz, your what was it? What was the eye patch guy's name? I forget his name. Oh, um, God damn yeah, it! Yeah, uh, uh, Texas, yeah, Texas yeah, Texas guy. Yeah, you're Marco Rubio's. These rising stars in the party who are gonna come in and change everything. And then mm-hmm. after a Never. couple of times, they just become insiders because it's so much easier. It's like, look, you could fight us, or, or, <laughs> just, just just relax for a while. Yeah. And then you sit and then you say, okay, this is kind of cushy. And then, and, and, and so that's what really makes it hard, which is why, like, I mean, I think you really need to have that uncomfortable level of transparency. Like, if everything that I did, like, I'm a public servant, I'm going to serve the public. Look at what I'm doing. I'm not hiding anything. You know, after, like, once you leave public office, you can do whatever you want. I don't care yeah you know and that's where my libertarian side is but if you're gonna step up and say i want to leave the people an additional like barrier to getting rid of like the really sleazy in it for themselves people would be okay we're gonna see whatever you're doing if mm-hmm. you're making a stupid amount of money and not and we're not like if you're getting rich 
and our roads are still shitty. There's still, you know, Craig the crackhead walking around. No, bless you, Craig. But <laughs> <laughs> but if that's still going on and we can see it, it's very easy to get rid of you. And so and then you're incentivized mm-hmm. to behave well. If you're behind a closed door, you know, you can go out and say whatever you want, but behind the closed doors you can do whatever you want. It's really easy to slip into either doing nothing, like, hey, just yeah. here's some shut up money, just be quiet or join the system yeah join the dark side come on (laughs) well that's what one of the things i think is really positive about the internet is i think the internet is doing a very good job of like opening those doors more and like you know even through the censorship that you know is prevalent in these big companies like there are i feel like there are way more passages and people or you know passages ways for people to be able to find that out versus what there was you know, 30, 50 years ago, whatever. You know what I mean? It's my turn to push back. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. I mean, did you get on the internet with COVID during COVID? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, but you know, I think, I feel like podcasting was a way Podcast, to break through. Yes. yes. I, like, that's the thing. There's always a way to break through, like, with the internet. Like, it, it's just such a powerful tool that you, like, whether it's some weird forum or, like, through some new, you know, media form that like they, it's just so like the genius about it is it's so long that it's like, it's so hard for them to like narrow down that mm-hmm. length time. You know, it's a lot yeah. harder anyways. And I mean, I think, and again, when you fight the institution, the institution fights back. And so, I mean, I think yeah. looking at like now the internet is essentially a public utility that like you can't do regular life without the internet. Yeah. You know, unless you're exactly. in, Bozeman, Montana, Wyoming, I don't know. Maybe there. If it's just you and your rifle and your hunting buffalo or whatever. But if you're not, if you're living in the world with us, then it's just like, I mean, it's very easy now to be censored, especially for like people on their, like when you see people who are very famous being censored, that shows you you know us little people mm-hmm. yeah that who you call them little <laughs> there's a joke in there i don't know how i wanted to make it <laughs> shout out to snow white and the seven mystical pals <laughs> that's good uh, that's good you know <laughs> But if it's not, anyway, but like what it goes to show is that, you know, we can throttle down your internet. We can demonetize your channel. We can, you know, keep you from this platform. Yeah. And now that's fair game Mm -hmm. because then it's like, okay, YouTube, take this person off or we're going to crank up, um, you know, we're going to start looking, you know, we might pass a new regulations. You might have to, you know, you might, we, we might call you here and, and just depose. We've got some questions that we want to ask you that you don't want to answer. And so your choice, whatever we do is legal, you know, and what did this person do? Value. You know, he violated our community guidelines. <laughs> what are community guidelines? They're written very intentionally vague and yep. open to interpretation yeah and 
There's well, like 200 pages. Of yeah, it. yeah. It's, it's a public company. You can do whatever <laughs> they want. You know, no, no, no. Yeah. Free, free speech does not apply to a public company. You know, mm. you don't have a right to be on our website and say whatever you want. You know, if you want to go to a public forum, yeah, you can. That's First Amendment. It says you can do that. But and the government yeah. can't stop you. But and it's interesting. Like the sorry, not to interject. No, no, but no, like no, the, good, good. the libertarian part of me almost agrees with that. As, like that philosophy you know that that like if you want to be on their platform and they want to take you down for any reason like they do in a sense have a right to do that but the problem is that these companies get bailed out by the government over and over and over again and then the government writes these things in law to enable them to do it you know yeah. to be able to profit more than they normally would in the free market so yeah, yeah. And, that's and, the problem and it's it's the merger of the government and and public private companies together yes you know yes and so and that's not necessarily always a bad thing. I mean, the government is not very good at certain things. Like, hey, yeah. make an airplane. They're really good. They're not good at that. Uh, <laughs> still pieces that F-35 flying somewhere. <laughs> Some farmer got himself, you know, so I, I, I guarantee you China's going to hit up that farmer and be like, yo, any spare pieces of F-35 you want to sell to us, you know? You know, I think a UFO took it. That's <laughs> it, it might be. That's a whole other thing. You know, you know what I mean? We can uh, we can pivot to that. You know, but yeah, no, I know you got a lot you want to uh, uh, yeah, 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 talk yeah. about if you yeah, want to. Yeah. And, and I mean, we can say whatever we want about the government, but I mean, I think just the one thing, honestly, I think that people should be careful of, or at least I don't know. I'm not going to give advice. I'll tell you, my personal philosophy is the U.S. government is just good at those two things, and the one way to solve most of it would be just an uncomfortable level of transparency. You know, we're gonna, you wanna be the guy, the guy, you wanna be the girl, you wanna be the day, whoever you wanna be, you have to put your stuff out there. Not like, we don't need to know your history, I don't need to know what was on your MySpace page in 2006, don't care. We need to know what are your motives. And does that, if you go out here and say, I'm fighting for the people, and then you vote against unions, or they say, hey, child tax credit, hey, let's eliminate poverty, hey, why don't we, did that, like, can we fix bridges, can we have clean water, can we have, yeah. how do we, you know, can we deal with, like, homelessness or unhousedness or whatever in a strategic way? No. Can we have money so that wounded Ukrainian soldiers can have prostitutes? Yeah. <laughs> Which is a thing. Which is a thing. And that's how, it, that's how it works. It's like, wait, what? Like, yeah, they're wounded. They're fighting for freedom in Russia. That's kind of Ukraine. That's hey, kind of Russia. You know, to be fair, you got to get your dick sucked if you get wounded. Uh, I mean, war, yeah, you know? for your country. That should be required. That's on them, though. That's their girl should be doing that for free. <laughs> you know, if, the, if I'm going to risk my life, you want me to pay for it? Defending your freedom? Like, hey, it's 2023, man. It, times are... But I'm saying, if I have to go, then, you know, women can get... Oh, I be careful. <laughs> uh, no, I we're, we're about to okay, okay. Patreon territory. I'm not saying that she should... I'm not saying that they should not be paid. I'm just saying that we shouldn't have to pay for it. That's what I'm saying. You know, Ukrainians... Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. It's 2023. Women are very capable of serving their country in a different capacity as men. 
or in an equal capacity. Whatever you want to do. That's really how they should think about it. You it's know, a patriotic It's act. a patriotic I do something, bro. <laughs> we got to help out. Remember in World War II when all the boys were in Normandy? The girls were out here in the factory lines. They were playing baseball. They were, you know, they were working. You know? I'm suddenly a nationalist. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I should not have to pay for that. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> and the cluster bombs. I don't want to pay the cluster bombs. It's all of it. All of it. All of it. That shouldn't be on me. That's a you problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of servicing your man, you're uh, having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's your pivot? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. Having a baby. Oh, not watch the gender questions. <laughs> My wife will kill me. No, I know. I know. Uh, no, I, I, I understand that whole podcast. thing. Well, I mean, you could sit on the podcast for a while. <laughs> Here, sorry. I'm going to move your paper just to get nah, a drink. You're good, you're good. Um, yeah, man. Well, just just like tell me in general because, uh, you know, I obviously these people don't know. Don't, I'm not a father. Um, like, how's that feel getting into that? Um, you know, helming that responsibility. I mean, it's so yesterday we had an ultrasound. It was a. Uh, Kind of like the bigger one. Like, parents understand this, but, like, you don't understand until, like, you're in it. Like, I can tell you. I can describe it for you. But, like, you see, you know, your child move. And I'm sure it's more emotional for my wife. But, I mean, it's it's a very, very miraculous thing. It's, kind of, it's, it's, it's also a very big, oh, shit moment. Because then you realize mm. that it's not just about you anymore. This is, like, you especially when you sign up for it voluntarily not an accident not a surprise like yo you chose this path you, yeah you got to go down it and just it, it's really like even just getting up for work in the morning is different it's like i gotta take care of this otherwise you know or just even walking around my house like you make sure everything's okay is this yeah safe? do i need this do i need that and then just realizing how much stuff you don't know and it's really easy to go down that rabbit hole of like i should do that blah, blah, blah. And then mm. you talk to parents are like just don't overthink it you mm. know because if you break it down this is just my own philosophy kind of sure if you break it down i mean we babies were designed kind of to be raised by 15 year old girls in a cave like <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> they're very durable you know that's why when babies come out they're very feral you know they're very like they want to you know they want to you know that's what kids are really bad at sharing until you make them because you got to mm. compete against like all the other kids with resources you know kids are yeah. fairly durable you might be able to fall you know like being pregnant is hard but you're still able to like you know you're still very alert and because sometimes you got to go as a wolf back your shit up you know we got to go and like kids don't need that much to be happy like you don't need to buy the newest most comfortable stroller like most of the lives you're hanging on like something your mom was clinging on to or whatever and so trying to like balance those perspectives but then also you don't want to be the one parent who's like carrying his kid like this but oh, yeah. but you also want to like understand that if your kid is walking on the carpet and falls they're probably going to be fine if that if falling on the carpet killed kids there'd be no people alive you know or if you had like think think, think of like our parents parents 
Mm. It's like in the 50s. You could smoke on an airplane. So you got a pregnant <laughs> mom with a, you know, whiskey in her hand, yep. smoking a cigarette, and they were fine. Putting a little whiskey on the pacifier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they're the baby boomers. Like, you guys were booming through all these things. Like, how? How are you all not dead? Like, because they just figured out, like, you know, they're. Kids are very, and it's very, and it's a very tragic when a kid passes away. But like, they're very durable. So like, as a parent, trying to balance that out was also like, I need to also civilize my kid. I can't raise some wildling who's gonna be going around and you know, grabbing something whatever they want. And so just really balancing those two out, where you really have to understand that kids are fairly, you know they're durable this and, and they'll do things at their own pace like you can push them this way push them that way but like eventually if you push too hard they start pushing back and oh, yeah. so to really trying to come in with all this understanding and also understand that the kid gets to have their say too you know you can read all <laughs> the books that you want they're just like you know what dad mom i'm just gonna be mean today and you can't do anything about it and he's like i'm just gonna cry all day because that's on my agenda i don't know you have uh, scheduled for 3 p.m but i'm gonna shit and cry for two hours yeah so, that didn't happen <clears throat> in my house growing up really <laughs> yeah. T- tell me about growing up with a <laughs> lawyer and a judge <laughs> oh that's a whole other pocket <laughs> uh in, in short there were a lot of rules yeah <laughs> there were a lot i got grounded a lot yeah <laughs> And again, like it can work, and it, yeah, so, so you really have to balance that. But just like owning the response, think just owning the responsibility is the biggest thing. Yeah, really, just knowing that hey, from from this point on, like it's no longer just about you. So yeah, get your shit together. Yeah, well, and you know, I think that's like something that people like me struggle with when it comes to like. Um, you know, wanting to have kids is like, uh, there is something about that. Like you are sacrificing a lot of your own personal time for something. And the theory is that like, you love the kid enough that like, you're willing to do that. But you know, there also are a lot of kids and a lot of parents who like, don't have that. And then, you know, they have the kid, they, there's a lot of regret there and that like, they're not there for the kid and things kind of spiral out of control. Like it's uh it's a tricky thing to kind of discern, but you know, that's why I like about you and your wife. Like I, like when I look at people having kids, you seem like a good couple, a good, it's a, it's a good situation to have a child. So, um, I give a thumbs up to that. <laughs> I give a thumbs up <laughs> to anybody that has that in place. Not like most people I know who just have the fuck, like, yeah. you know, they're just not careful. <laughs> And I mean, there's some biological drive behind it. Like, sure, even, sure, hundred percent. And like, once you have, especially, I mean, and and of course, the burden is, you know, more highly borne by the person who has a kid. You know, the birthing person to be politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> the mom has the burden. The birthing I, partner. <laughs> uh, and so it's essentially just like, I mean, making sure. And, and, and somebody has to step up, though. If you don't step up, somebody will. But being the right mind state. And understand, like, it's not going to be perfect. Like, there's no parent who's like, I loved my kid absolutely every single day of the world. No, it's like... And, and, and just being fair to yourself and understanding that this is an individual. This is not a 
you know, you and your wife didn't get together and write a code and then control C, control V. Like, you can't copy and paste. It's going to be its own person. Yeah. You know, and some kids are just like their parents. Some kids are the exact opposite. So, like, understanding that both those possibilities are at play, you know. So, so I guess what what are, what are your thoughts in terms of like uh, like how you're gonna like approach like you know because I appreciate what you said in terms of like not wanting to you know like have that much of a grasp in your child's life but you still have to be there in some sense to like guide them um, like I don't know because like if you don't want to answer this you don't have to I hope this isn't too personal but like you know I know you and your wife kind of have different uh, spiritual beliefs and I kind of wonder like and you know I'm maybe there are other differences too like there are differences between people um, you know I, I, how do you I guess how do you like think you're gonna like I don't know how do you think about navigating that and all that like yeah, what's your yeah. thought process yeah and I can speak to just like the spirituality thing I mean and with your partner whoever you're with just like just because I don't share your religion does not mean that I don't respect it yeah and yeah, so like exactly. having that as like the cornerstone which is like hey I want to have the kid baptized. Well, just baptize the kid. Not gonna hurt me. Not gonna do anything like that. I mean, it, it, this is something that's important to you. Mm-hmm. You know. And I always tell my wife, like, "Hey, if you want to go to church, I'll go to church with you. Like, I'll go. Hope that I'm throwing under the bus. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want, if you tell me you want to go, I will go with you." You know, he's got to check, make sure there are no games on at the time. But most of the time, you know, I'll go with you. And so, I mean, usually just, they schedule it around. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go in 6 a.m. service. Yeah. <laughs> games on at 9.30, so we got to be out of there. Hey, that's why you got to be Catholic. You can go the night before. There you go. Uh, you know, but I mean, just having that understanding of, you know, I mean, and, and faith is extremely personal. And so just sure. making sure. And whatever faith your child follows, I mean, I don't, even if they don't follow your faith i don't think as long as it's presented respectfully hey we believe this because of this you know and we don't judge other people like i'm not gonna go to a mosque and be like wrong wrong you guys are praying the wrong god or you know go to a you know a temple or whatever and be like why is your god have 18 arms that's stupid why is he blue you know you get your ass kicked doing that you know and but like that's what they believe and like whatever you like who am i to say yeah, you know, I don't have the answer. If we had the answer, we would not need faith. You know, like I don't need anyone to tell me that you know gravity's on. <laughs> Just to know that you know yeah. wherever I go, you know. But you know, walking off that way, you end up at a mosque. Walking off that way, you end up at a wherever. And so, it's just having that idea, like, hey, this is something that's extremely personal and extremely mm-hmm. important to you. Um, and just balancing that out and like communicating that to the child, I think is very important mm. that faith is an important thing, whether or not you believe, whether you don't believe, just be respectful. You know, I think mm. most of human problems can just fall in the umbrella of just don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. a dick. Like, you know, uh, yeah. Don't hurt people. Don't fuck kids. Don't be, don't be yes, a please don't so do those three things and you're mostly a good person when <laughs> you're 90 percent of the way there yeah yeah not not to deviate this point too much but like that's one thing that like really kind of pisses me off about like the modern day atheist community is a lot of them are very like antagonistical very attacking like um 
you know, just not being very humble and like understanding. Like, I think if you were, your goal is to actually like change the world and like change people's minds, it would be from that perspective versus like just going on and you know, just like attacking people and fucking with them just because they just because they have a different viewpoint. You know what I mean? It's one thing like if you're being a dick and calling somebody out for being a dick, like hell yeah, hell yeah I promote that hundred percent. But like, just to like, just to be, just to do it, just to you know, do that. How did Jesus walk on water? Huh? <laughs> this is like, shut up, dude. Everybody has their own tail. Like, come on. This is just 2,000 years ago. It's kind of like throwing physics at a kindergartner. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just, yeah, you're like, just torturing them. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and I don't want to refer to these people as kindergartners or the atheists as people who have physics, but it's just like, we believe all kinds of things. You know? And belief is very personal because if you attack someone's belief you're attacking them mm-hmm. and am i if, if i attack you are you gonna be like okay you're right i deserve it or you're gonna be like yo back the fuck up you know <laughs> like your first reaction is like yeah hey you know like back yeah, the fuck up sure you know or i'm gonna get out of here mm-hmm. you know it's not yes i understand you've made sense to me now and so and that's one thing i look because i i used to be very like you know well this and that and, this, and i was like you know what I believe in the Lord of Light from Game of Thrones, the Lord of Light. <laughs> that's what I believe in now. You know? Yeah. And if that's what you truly believe, like, who's, who can shake you? Like, I've had a vision. I looked into the fire, and the Lord of Light <laughs> spoke to me. This happened at your house, too. In uh, that fire we built back there, the Lord of Light spoke to me, and I felt it in my heart. And who are you to tell me what I saw and what I felt? Because you don't know what I saw, but I know what I felt was real, Coleman. Yeah, I felt you know, and, and so it's just like <clears throat> I'm never gonna attack that feeling for somebody because I don't know. Like, there's how many people in India who are gonna go to them and be like, "Yo, your God is wrong." They'd be like, "Fuck you, bro. Our <laughs> God is twice as old as your God." And so, what are you talking about? We've been believing this shit since 2000 BC, like BC. So, <laughs> what can we do? Like, your God was in diapers when we when we built our temples. Yeah. So like. Yeah, there's a point where it's like uh, you just realize, like it almost seems like an inevitability that people are always going to be religious and always going to have some yeah. higher power they believe in. Yeah. So, like at, at some point, you're just throwing your head, hands against a brick wall. And like you know, I would recommend people focus more inward than to yeah. like think about you know whatever. Like, yeah, and, and I think it's really important backing up your point to let people you know live and let live. Mm-hmm. Until y'all show my doorstep and tell me I'm a bad person, then y'all can get them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Because once there's like, like when a li- religious group it has like, uh, like a, when they have an instigating incident or what, like some kind of instigation, whether it's like against homosexuality or like if they're just like you know going around to people's doorsteps or whatever, like yeah, then it's 110 percent valid to like, yeah, tell that person, hey, you're being really shitty, or like your organization's being really shitty. Like, yeah, yeah I believe that 100. percent But yeah, to just like, to like Grandma Betty just sitting on a porch, just says you know a hail mary, and then you go up to her like, fuck you, Grandma Betty, God's a piece of shit. All like, right, yeah, Grandma Betty, that's not helping. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh no! Right, I'm me. sorry, Reardon's. That was that was unintentional. She's not too far from here either. 
I drove past Grandma Betty on my way here. Oh. R.I.P. Grandma Betty, <laughs> who's a Catholic. We love you. We respect you. God damn it. Sorry, uh, Grandma Betty. So let me ask you this, kind yeah. of going back to kids, because, I mean, you know, unlike other podcast guests, like, I feel like, you you know, you and I know each other really well, because, I mean, well. we're yeah. essentially family. Yeah. Um, Are we going to be family, Colin? Yeah. At, at some point. At some point. Okay. Thinking That's about good. it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's been the talks. It's been the talks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to cut that out. You on the clock, bro? What What do you think about me? Do you think that um, I'm someone that should have kids or no? Oh my god! What kind of question is that? Like, <laughs> what do you think about me? <laughs> should I? Have is that a kids? shitty question? I mean, honestly, like you know, you're not the worst person I know has had kids. So, no, I mean. <laughs> Honest answer. Uh, I Osama like bin Laden had lots I of kids, so you know. <laughs> Adolf had a couple. Too, you, know, you know, did he? <laughs> did yeah. he? What, what are they at now? What are they, what are they doing? I thought there was at least. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm. We don't have our citizen here as usual to back us up. But what if, what if Vladimir Putin's one of his kids, bro? <laughs> we need to check his birthday. <laughs> See if, see if Putin has see a if that lines up. Him. See if that lines up. No, I mean, honestly, like, like I said, I mean, going back to what I said earlier, human beings are designed to be raised by, like, 15-year-old girls in caves. Because that was <laughs> most people who have, and I'm not saying 15-year-olds should have kids. But 90% of our history, most of our history is that, like, by the time you were 30, you were a grandma. You know, yeah. It, like that's true. That's going back until like what, two hundred, three hundred years ago. Yeah. And so for yeah. most of that timeline, it was very, very young. And so, but I mean, I just think like you just need to be a good person who cares about your kid, because mm. that's all kids really, really need. Like you can be rich, you can be not rich. In Kenya, we're well off. Here, we were not as well off. That didn't mean as much to me as time with my parents. It's time with somebody who just like cares about you. And so like if you're willing to give your kid that, and, and I think kids are an absolute blessing. Hmm. And so I think absolutely, like, if you and your partner decide that's what's best for you, you should absolutely have kids. Cause we need more kids. Like someone is, you know, see all these help wanted signs. <laughs> we need workers, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you need people because the boomers they were booming they didn't care they didn't know what a condom was they were raw dogging hopping on a plane drinking a whiskey all smoking pregnant people all over the place they didn't they just land the plane yeah and half the planes barely landed you know but if that generation can make it like we'll be fine you ever see the movie uh idiocracy I've never, I've never seen that. One. Oh, it's so funny, dude. The, do you know the premise of it? Uh, Anyways, walking at through. least walking through. Basically, it's just that um, um, stupid, like over time in the future, stupid people have overpopulated the planet because they fuck more, they have more kids than <laughs> you know. They they go through like a time lapse and like they compare two families. Like one's just like fucking the neighbor and like you know <laughs> has another girlfriend. He has like twelve kids, and then it cuts to this couple that's just like we're waiting, we're our jobs, we're still in school, and like all that, My and then God. they eventually split up and then she's trying to find him, you know and it basically the whole plot is like this this like average guy gets like ice frozen or whatever for how many hundreds of years and then he comes back as like and then he's like the smartest person in that whole, that whole, the whole country <laughs> that is hilarious uh, and and to answer your question I'll, I'll, 
I'm not going to throw him under the bus. He hates the internet. I just want to be on it. <laughs> but a wise man that I've spoken to, we both know who I'm talking about, uh, <laughs> always tells me that when he and his wife are having a kid and they do the parenting classes. Oh, they did parenting classes. Wow. And they went to the parenting class and they saw all the parents. And his first thought was, my God, <laughs> these idiots are reproducing. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so that's all I got to say. Like, no matter, like, if you don't think you're a good parent, you're probably a better, if you're a better, if you think you'd be a better dad than Osama bin Laden, you'll be okay. Hmm. Which... Yeah, I mean, he was, you know, they didn't know him as a terrorist. They just knew him as dad. You can do whatever you want. You know, like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, kids don't care. As long as you're just, like, they're present, yeah. provide for their basic needs and are nice to them, they don't care what you did. You know? <laughs> I mean, later in life, they're like, oh, God. <laughs> but while they're kids, you know. And so, I mean, yeah, I think that's where... Uh, and again, I'm, you know, knock on wood. Hope that's, <laughs> you know, hopefully everything goes all the pregnancy. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be my outlook. Like, I'm not looking to, like, make a carbon copy of me. Just, like, the best thing you can do, because we all have, like, limited time on this earth, is, you know, be a good person. Make a good person. That's all they're going to remember. You know, it's going to be like, oh, here lies David, the lawyer. He got blah, blah, blah in his bar. Like, no. <laughs> Great dad. You know, great grandpa. They're gonna look at that grady and be like, "What's that? How do you pronounce that last yeah, name?" Uh, here guys, David. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Mercedes. <laughs> I told you I was David Muchacha at a wrestling tournament once. I was, I was in Pella, Iowa. They're like, "Hey, David Muchacha." <laughs> I'm like, you know, that's not me, but it's me. <laughs> they, they didn't even try. I'm like, you didn't even try. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, I know this Mexican's in Pella, but come on, not muchacha. Like, what are we the doing? The guy here? was Mexican, said it, right? Or no, no, it was like an old white guy. Oh, it was guy. a white guy? Yeah, Damn. He, he didn't try. That's yeah, under his Mexican funny. would say muchacha. He'd be like, muchacha. Muchacha. <laughs> <laughs> I could see just like a burnt out Mexican. They're just like, hey, give give him the mic. He's like, ah, all right, David. Ah, muchacha. Exactly. Yeah. Just punt the ball. <laughs> but uh, all right. So I wrote down some. That's right. Some wild thoughts. Just some uh, Go some, for it. some hot takes. And I'm going to ask you this question. Sure. Mr. Libertarian. Okay. I like it. Why are we still in NATO? Um, Because, well. I can go. I can go back. Take a history lesson. The reason that we're still in NATO is because mm-hmm. of World War One. Mm-hmm. Because they, I'm not like a history. No, no, expert. no, no. You didn't answer my question. Mm. I said, why are we still in NATO? Why are we still now, in NATO? I know why NATO was formed. I understand it. You know, but the North Atlantic uh, something organization. Yeah. Why are we still in it? Because it serves the interests of everybody who's in power. Explain. Um. Because more governments just, it's like what we were saying before, like more government equals more money, mm-hmm. um, you know, more taxation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
um, and having something like NATO just it continues that insurance, like continues, like for instance, like the Ukraine ish, like thing, right? Like the reason that you know we really want Ukraine and NATO is so we can like have more control of like the taxes on their products and that kind of thing, you know. Um, like I get the the whole point of like you know these are countries they're all divided but like all these leaders they're all the same people they just speak different languages or they you know they they just have their own geographical differences like they're all the same people um so I mean that's why it all serves their interest and uh you know as as long as people continue to play into that system they're going to keep the power do you think we should get out of it <sighs> yeah oh, 100% i i 100% i think this war made me seem like and even going to Europe like why are we paying you bills? Why are we? And, and, and I remember this very vividly. Like the first time Trump said it, I was like, whoa, 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 NATO, this organization. And I was like, looking yeah. at him like, that was for the Soviets. You know, like if me and Kelly were paying for you and Maui's, like, or helping pay your house insurance, because you had like a crazy neighbor. It was just, mm, we're always going to do it. <laughs> like, let's help him out. All right, all right. That's, you know, we love him. We'll help him out. Yeah. And then the neighbor goes away or he dies. Mm-hmm. Why are we still paying this bill? <laughs> and the time that we formed NATO, Europe was destroyed. Like, it was a complete shithole. Like, they just had two world wars back to back. Yeah. And like two world wars in 40 years. That's like three generations getting like wrecked. You know, the ones who were old enough to kind of fight, the ones who fought in the first one, the ones who fought in the second one. And it's like, yo, we're time out <laughs> you know it was destroyed and then the russians were there and so it's like okay let's you know they're up there but like after that i'm like the europeans can handle their own stuff the, the way we fight wars they invented it like the guns like, like <laughs> yeah. y'all, and when have the europeans not been fighting yeah always they're always fighting oh. so like why do we have to get involved we left we're like, fuck y'all. By we, I mean, Amer- I became an American, everybody. <laughs> uh, 2019, so we is us. Us is we. We are we. We are one. It took until 2019 for you to become yeah. an American? Yeah, I could have done it 18, but I want, because my mom, when I got married, my mom, my mom had already applied for it. Yeah. It took a while. I'm not going to go into details. But to become a U.S. citizen, I had a green card for a long time. What? When did you move to the U.S.? 2001. Holy shit! Yeah, and there was two George Bush presidencies, and then Trump. <laughs> you know, it took a while, uh, but eventually we got there. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, we don't need to pay the bill for people who are fully capable of doing it themselves. But the thing is, like, going about the insurance policy thing, if I just stop paying, you're like, yo, what the fuck? You got that? You got paid? Like, you know, and they'll they'll feel offended, but then it's like, yo handle your shit where's the soviet nato was against the soviet union where's the soviet union you don't have one what are you doing russia has 130 million people yep germany has 90 france has 70 whatever y'all got enough and if you all getting wrecked this is do what you did in the first war you know do what you did in the, all the other world wars call daddy to come and save the <laughs> yep. day, yep. you know, but we're not exactly. paying for it. Like, hey, handle your own stuff. If Putin's like, he's not coming here. You see any Russian naval fleets coming to New York or California, <laughs> or they're gonna invade Alaska? Oh, good job. Yeah, we'll send some moose out there to stop him out. Like, <laughs> you know, but but 
but like what you said it it, 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 it just makes money yeah you know and it allows them to centralize their military industrial complexes yeah yeah because then we have nato exercises with all these like there's a reason that like the ar-15 the m4 whatever guns that the british or any nato country uses standardized rounds same bullets different calibers or different i mean different guns same bullets it makes it easier which i understand if you're in in, in, a, in an alliance but also it makes more money that way mm-hmm. you know and so like and again it just goes back to like it's such a war profiteering incentive that like we need an enemy we can't just have like the super army and no one to fight Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's There's no it's, it's, it's no coincidence that once we got out of Afghanistan in September or, or August or September of 2021, mm-hmm. 2022, we're, we're in Ukraine. Well, you know what happened right before Ukraine? Um, all this stuff with COVID, like finally, like started, like all these states started finally unturning these laws, and like the whole thing started finally fizzing out. And the moment, what do we have to do? Oh, Ukraine, right here. We got I the need new thing new that war. we got the new thing that yeah. people are hyped about and crazed about. And, and and they do the same shit. They're like, Vladimir Putin is an evil man who's horrible and evil and wants to eat Ukrainian children. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yup. Like, I haven't uh, like. You got and, the first and, half right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell people, and and is he that evil, or does he just want people? To oh no, he's with him? oh he's evil. I mean, I, we, I, we, I we have deals with evil people all the time. Yeah, like Joe Biden fist bumped, and Trump his first meeting was in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. They took was it um I don't know Jamal Khashoggi. They took a you know U.S. green card holder who'd been talking shit with the Saudi government. Took him to the Saudi embassy, murdered him, turned him into like ground beef, oh, and left with him. <laughs> and then they're like, and they're like, hey, who who did that? Like MBS, you don't think was 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 that not your embassy? Yeah, were those your boys? Yeah. <laughs> did you give the order? Fist bump, your life. It's like what? Like so, this a narrative that we don't deal like. In Saudi Arabia, they still stone people to death. Yeah. Like, it's not like, like, oh, Putin's a dictator. Like, we're fighting for democracy. Saudi Arabia is not a democracy. MBS is a dictator. Yeah. Just not with the fish title. And and, and it's not like, when you say Putin is an evil, horrible person, like, and I'm not Putin apologist. I'm just saying, like, I don't trust what you're saying because you've been so wrong before because say what you want about putin has he ever launched a nuke has mm-hmm. he ever like you know just gone and, and, and like just nuked a place and there are people who are further right than putin waiting for him to leave like he's the new guy he's mm-hmm. he's the new saddam mm-hmm. and so you want to get rid of the okay well the thing is they have nukes yeah and he's not used to them and so we can either one deal with the guy that we know, or we risk the, somebody crazier than him. Exactly. Being in charge of the and I don't know about you, I'd rather deal with the person I fucking know. Like, okay, 
guess what? The Russian part of Ukraine might have to be Russian in order for us not to get nuked. And people are like, you, you, I was like, shut the fuck up. Remember in 2014? What were you doing, what were you doing in 2014? What was I doing? I yeah. was entering college. Okay, remember when Putin snatched up Crimea? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I do actually remember. Like, I remember that happening and, like, think this is fucked up. And then, like, when all this stuff with Ukraine happened, people were saying, like, oh, this was an unprovoked attack. I was saying, they're like, no, I actually, like, I remember this shit happening yeah. in 2014. But once you took Crimea, <laughs> did your life change in any way? No, 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 not at all. Because like, Crimea was, it was Turkish, and then it was Ukrainian, and then it was Russian. Yeah. It's like, well, and the weird thing about Ukraine is there are actually a lot of people in Ukraine who want that to happen. They want Russia to come in and take their country. They do. Yeah. Like, like this whole, so, like, and just going, like, the reason that Putin feels like he has to do this is because once NATO, like, once the Soviet Union collapsed in 1980, 19, the wall, the wall is 89 or 91, one of those, between 89 and 91, Soviet yeah, Union is gone. Right. Russia went to shit. Because, yep. you know, and Putin was growing up doing that. And his job was, you know, his whole thing was to rebuild Russia. And one of the things that NATO agreed to was we're not going to expand NATO east towards Russia because the Soviet Union's gone, you know. And then we started adding countries, started as slowly adding more countries. Now Poland is in there. Now, like, fucking, um, I don't know if Italy is in there. But, like, just slowly moving Finland, like, just adding countries there. And he's like, hey, yo, aren't you guys the alliance that hates me? So like, yeah. It's like, yeah, we just want to park our bus right across the street from you. He's like, fuck you. You guys are like the alliance that's <laughs> yeah. against me. You know? And then and, and he said this, you know? And the thing is, like, Ukraine was Russia's, like, the Soviet Union's, like, closest partner. Yeah. You know? And they give up their nukes. Lesson, never give up your nukes. But they give up their nukes. And then they had a very pro-Russian government, which that was them. They were a Soviet-influenced country. And, like, the president of Ukraine grew up, Zelensky, speaking Russian. Mm-hmm. He speaks, he's performed for Putin. Like, they know each other. And there's a very large, like, especially in the, on, on the eastern part of Ukraine, they're very pro-Russian. And so... In 2014, like when this whole war war broke out, like what happened was we had a election. The pro-Russian person won because he got all the Eastern Ukrainian votes. Mm -hmm. They had a coup. They got rid of him. They had another election where they got Zelensky in there. And during that time, it was kind of when the Crimea thing happened. Because he's like, you guys, fuck this shit. I'm taking Crimea. That Mm -hmm. was a warning shot. And then... What happened after that is, you know, you have this Orange Revolution. They got rid of the pro, pro-Russian pro president. Pro-Russian president, but like, and then you bring in Zelensky. Zelensky came in under a platform of peace. I'm going to settle things with Russia. I'm going to have a peaceful country. After that, he became very anti-peace. Because mm. someone talked to him. <laughs> I don't know who this person was. No, does their name rhyme with potato? But uh, you know, could have been. You know, no, but but all I'm saying is, after that, he became very, very anti, um, very anti-Russian. Passed legislation that said, "Hey, we are going to get rid of the Russian language. You're going to get rid of the Russian political parties," and so very anti-Russian sentiment. 
And then the Russian part's like, fuck you, we're leaving. We're going to have our own independent, you know, we're going to have the, you know, the Donetsk or Luhansk. Things I didn't fucking know that I've learned now. <laughs> we're going to have our own little political, you know, our own little states that are independent of Russia and Ukraine. Ukraine said, fuck you, we're going to attack you. And they're like, who's going to help us? The Russians! <laughs> and, so, and, so you, and so you had this, like, cold civil war, which is, like, going back and forth. And then you had, like, the full escalation when they were like, we want to have Ukraine into NATO. And the thing, the thing with Ukraine, Ukraine is, like, the Midwest, like Iowa. If you want to drive a tank across Iowa, it's not that fucking hard. You know, when Hitler invaded... Um, russia through ukraine you know and so like that's the path like they have ptsd every time russia's been you know when um what's his face napoleon invaded russia mm. through ukraine mm. and so because it's very flat it's like the most you just I go see. through it yeah and so putin's like fuck you i don't want you guys <laughs> right next to me it's right like it's like where have i seen this movie before right right you know yeah. again i'm not an apologist but you know, like if it's like thinking like strategically like i would not want my enemies just literally just like a, you know they have a driveway they can yeah. just drive through and so that's when he's tried to invade and like you know didn't work as well but now if you see like look at the map the russians are in the russian part of ukraine and ukrainians are trying to take back and they're fighting other ukrainians who are fighting with the russians so it's like Oh, like if I told you the Eastern Europeans are fighting, you'd be like, yeah, that's what they fucking do. <laughs> that's what they do. You know, you know, if I was like, hey, um, an African nation is fighting. You'd be like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, the Palestinians and Israelis are shooting at each other. Sounds about right. Is it like, uh, I don't know, a day that ends with why? Like, it's, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm not going to be overly invested in this thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's very close to civil war. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it, it, it is a civil war. Except for one side is backed by NATO. The other side is backed by Russia. And so just like, why am I involved? Exactly. Exactly. If we leave NATO, guess what? It's Europeans fighting Europeans. Yeah, not. You America know? has nothing to do like, with what it. What we got to do with this? Like, exactly you know but th- that that's my ukraine rant yeah um i before we go on i gotta take a piss yeah, so good, we'll good. take a break and then we'll come right back sounds good all right guys we're back cow stars podcast with yeah yeah david so what's <laughs> up man uh yeah no okay so we did the whole ukraine thing we solved ukraine so, so <laughs> we solved we it. have figured out we're just gonna plan. clip that send it to joe biden mm, be like, like hey, hey yo just, this is how we this, do it this is a game plan yeah uh <laughs> When, <laughs> all right. So you talked a little about raising a family. If you could, since especially you guys are not pregnant right now, <laughs> uh, at least as far as I know, we're not. <laughs> Definitely not. You better so, not be. <laughs> in this climate and culture that we are currently in, mm-hmm. would you rather have a boy or a girl? Um, probably a boy. Expand. Um, I think with a boy, there's uh, well, I guess here's the thing: they're they're worse when they're earlier, and that part would suck. But I think there's less um, there's less weirdness. I think with like a boy, like you don't really have to worry about like people like coming in on your daughter and like doing creepy shit. Like, yeah, I guess that can't that can happen to your son in this day and age. Maybe, well, 
I don't really know if it's even more than what it was back then. Maybe it's just more talked about, but like I don't know. I think I think I would feel safer about that. Okay. And like he's probably more likely to defend himself. Mm-hmm. Um he's probably smart. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. <laughs> um but yeah i mean that's that's probably my i i have a lot i do have like a lot of worry and fear about like i think about that like raising a daughter and having to navigate that whole thing of like there's just a whole there's a whole sexual predatory nature to having a daughter that you have to mm-hmm. deal with as a parent versus like m- more likely i guess than like a son mm-hmm. and i i worry about that a lot see and again i'm not giving anything away here all right this is just purely <laughs> hypothetical you've premeditated on both genders uh, quite a bit yeah. i think right now this is like the way we're structured i would rather have a daughter i think having a daughter is easier right now they have they have like a, a better mm. path than men overall I mean, that's for sure i think the stat sheet like i mean would you rather be a you know growing up in 2023 you want to be you know born a white boy or a white girl <laughs> Come on, it's now. not even a question. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your own character. Like, hey, yo, put me on the girl train. Because even if you're on the girl train, you can still switch to the boy train if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you can change tickets. <laughs> you can change seats. <laughs> switch trains. Uh, but no, honestly, I mean, I think that like white men, like the perfect time was like 19. 19- 50 to 65. Yeah. It's like peak white guy. You know, you, go, you watch an NBA game, all white dudes. None of them are dunking either. The leading scorer was this dude, and I looked this up today. His name was Robert E. Lee. Which is hilarious. Pettis. <laughs> it's and just hilarious that his fam- name is Robert E. Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and he went by Bob Pettis, but we know where you're from. He X that out. He goes, we like, know where you. you're from, Robert. It's a fortunate timing on uh, that name. Uh, what's that tattoo under your jersey? <laughs> <laughs> but even then, even then, you know, 1950, if you're a racist, so? Yeah, right? <laughs> like No big deal. Uh, you know, and you go to a job, like, yeah, can I just... Yeah, of course you can have this job. You're the most qualified. Why? Yeah. All the other people are dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, people of color can't play the game. You know, so I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, but now, I mean, I think, I think it's not so much a pendulum swing, but it can feel like it because no one feels bad for you. So you just, you just handle your own shit. There's mm. no like, you know, and so having a boy, I think it's it's a less clear path. And yeah. I, I've seen this where, even like with students, like, you know, you have your female students, hey, just go to class, do the things, do the things. And, you know, turn your homework and, yeah, they get together, and they do that. Mm-hmm. Like, colleges are like 61, 39. Oh, it's gone up that it's much gone, now? It's wow. 2021. Like, I didn't realize it went that high. Yeah. 6139. So yeah, basically 6040. Yeah. Because yeah. it was 5545 yeah. for a while. Which is hilarious when you and 6040 doesn't sound like a lot, which is like until you oh, say it's a, it, uh, when you look at it from what it's been like 10 20 years ago, it's a lot. Yeah, it's like yeah. a 10% change. Uh, and and I like to give this people's perspective. I'm like 
the NFL is 59% black. (laughs) (laughs) So women are more represented in college than brothers in the NFL. There's no petition. There's no society. We need more black men in the NFL because it's just like, you know. You know, I always had this thought about like how like white women are just ruling the world because you know they were down in society and now they're back up and now they're they're marrying black men and they're put bringing black men to clean up the dishes in the kitchen while they're just sitting there on their phone is that a shot at me (laughs) you're taking a shot at me that felt personal coleman what is this a thought you're, you're, or just, you're one of the righteous ones or, 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 or you, you know your this shit this is a thought or an observation but no I mean, because <laughs> now not only have white women like taken the patriarchy they can become white men <laughs> like that is the ultimate like that's the bite whenever they want to it's like you're, you're just just <laughs> And so if I had a daughter, I'd be like, yo, the world is yours. Do with it as you believe. Like, like just, uh, you, can, you can literally be whatever you want. You know, though, I think they're going to get hijacked by AI, honestly. I th- like, well, because I think a big part, and this might be a controversial statement, but I think a big part of why... Um, we don't say controversial <laughs> A big part of why there's a surge with women is like, um, a well, I mean, kind of the, you know, natural inclination is like they're kind of just naturally smarter at school and kind of just are designed like their brains are generally in a made in a way that they're like going to succeed in the modern world that mm-hmm. we're in. But also, I think part of it is because they have that natural sexuality that, um, you know, is, that you know, it's the it's the age old thing that you know sex sells right yeah but i think there's gonna be a point where um with ai ai is gonna be able to create artificial sexual images people accounts etc and that's actually gonna hijack um females you think these fake gamer girls are gonna take over (laughs) everything from women and so I'm telling you, man, watch Idiocracy. The next female president is gonna be a fucking OnlyFans chick. I'm telling you. It's gonna happen. I mean and I mean I can kinda see it both ways, but I I definitely think the way we structure school and education in this country, just in general, it's hey, follow the rules. Yeah. Do these things. And by and large, I think, you know, and this is a generalization like if you go to any country in the world ask a teacher who are your trouble kids probably the boys they're men yep you know and who are you know your really responsible favorite students mostly women and statistics back this up across the board and especially everything like post 1960s women started doing better than men in high school Mm. the opportunity wasn't there as much but like as far as like their the things that we ask them to do, they're better at doing it, you know. Well, yeah, that was the thing. Liberalism, like, brought about higher education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and by and large, I mean, I think it's very liberating. It's very empowering mm-hmm. until yeah. you get to this point where it's like now, because we're doing good, let's look down on men, or mm-hmm. it's or it's. We're still in the patriarchy when you're like, you're still yeah, doing, but like, 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 and, and I can kind of see it, you know, and I was like, hey, did we, 
did we solve racism in America? Is this a totally like racial utopia? No. <laughs> What we did is we raised the price on being a racist so high Mm -hmm. that people will go out of their minds to not even, like, be labeled that. Like, you'll see the video of, like, you know, three black kids shoplifting. Yeah. And the reporter is like, there were these three (laughs) teenage youths who had no other activities <laughs> to do and it's not their fault it's the fault yeah. of the system it's like they're reporting from inner city chicago uh, they're yeah. <laughs> meanwhile in kenya they're like these three black mother- <laughs> <laughs> stealing because you know like, like yeah and, and, and but even the idea of appearing race or appearing sexist yeah is like we haven't solved the issue, but like you have so much more recourse that people will go out of their minds mm-hmm. not to be, you know, like, I don't know, some people who don't want to work on teams with women where it's one on one just because how that could be interpreted mm. if they make somebody uncomfortable, which is a good thing. But then it also takes away opportunities to collaborate. Yeah. You know? And so, but, and is it a good thing that people are way less racist? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a good 100%. thing that people are, you know, not like, oh, yeah, here's Jill. Ass laugh. <laughs> <laughs> She's a new secretary. Look how hot she is. <laughs> she got all Fs in high school. <laughs> She's not. You know, but, but it's, we're at, a, we're at or better. <laughs> But, I mean, overall, society's at a better place. And I think that's a good thing. But I think we're at this very close line where we go from, like, say, you know, you're a young woman, you go to college, or say you're a black person, and you grow up in this country, and then you get to, like, you know, middle class level, upper upper middle class. You're doing well. And that's, like, what do I have to fight against? It's like... If, yeah. you, if you believe what everyone's telling you, you know, America's a racist, evil country, is evil and racist. America says country that's sexist. If you go outside, someone's going to grab you. Like, then what do you do? Yeah. You know, and then you start looking around, but then all your friends are kind of thinking the same thing. And so it's, it's a very weird place that we're in. Because, like, mm-hmm. we didn't, like, and, and, like, solving racism is, like, can we solve poverty? Can we solve crime completely? No. No. It's impossible. But what you can do, you can really raise a price on crime. And people are like, you know, I'm not going to go and shoplift today because I don't want to go to jail because jail mm-hmm. sucks. Which is the opposite of what's happening. It's like, you know, like in California, when you just say, hey, anything under $500, we're not going to prosecute. How much does the PS5 cost? <laughs> $4.99. You know, if those, if those are the lines, like people will get as close to the line as you let them. Yeah. You know, they'll get right up there. And if you let them, you know, and, and, and some people are going to go past it. But then if you move the line back to anything over $100 or anything over, like if you're shoplifting, $10. Mm-hmm. we'll prosecute you and it's like okay i'm not really you know because the price has gone up and so like the amount of like 
you can't just be in the office saying a racist shit. You know, mm-hmm. again, it's about the nineteen fifties, you know. <laughs> peak white guy is passed. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. You know, watch Mad Men. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna relive it, watch Mad yeah. Men. You know, oh, if, it, I, if you're a white guy, it'd be a great time. Great, uh, great, great. I do time. every night. I took at least one episode. Just Mad like, Mad man. <laughs> Those are the good old days. <laughs> Walk around like Joe Biden sniffing women's hair. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know Trump could just you know. <laughs> I don't even finish that one. <laughs> but I mean, it's a different time, you know. Yep. And so like you know, and you're like, you know what? What do y'all think about this new black guy, David? I don't really like him. You can't say that anymore, you know. Mm. You know, in the office. But and so I mean, I think things have changed, but I also think that there's such an incentive to need something to fight against like yes yes the dog that caught the car and it's like well why am i barking at you like you exactly you enjoy the chase mm-hmm. more than actually the thing to it because like, you want equality we have equality like yeah we're past equality like, most lawyers graduate now women accountants women veteran like med school women um, vet school. Iowa State advertises the number of men in their college. <laughs> <laughs> that should tell you something. <laughs> uh, and especially from someone who's married to somebody who is like, it, it, you know, I mean, like the vet school, I mean, there's what, five veterinarians in the family, four veterinarians? Yeah. But it's changed. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we should at least acknowledge mm-hmm. forward progress. You know, it might not be in the end zone, but the ball's not the 20-yard line. We have moved the ball yeah, sure. forward. And everyone's like, look how far that we have to go. And then it's like, okay, well, now we're at the one-yard line. Well, we're at the, you know, yeah, we're at the 300-centimeter yeah. line. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're moving the goalpost. So. It's interesting, though. There is the kind of point where it's problematic, though, right? Like, um, there's a. I remember one time I was flipping through these like streaming services uh, shows, and one of the shows was uh, Black Millionaires. And I was kind of like, like, are millionaires like generally like good people? Are these people that we like all <laughs> after in society? You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, if they were a white millionaire, they'd be the biggest piece of shit ever. But because they're black, we're gonna like so freak them out. Okay. As if, as if there's no other black man. Like, like, yeah. And I get it. Like, it's something like you can only aspire to what you see. You know, Mm. like there's not very many American kids who grow up and they want to be cricket players. Why? Cricket. (laughs) No one's smart. But there's a billion Indian kids who see that and they're like, "That's what I want to do." Yeah. So if so, I, I I get the whole. No, you need representation thing. You need representation thing, but don't force it. Yeah, force it. It's awkward. Like in the nineties, like we had no Will Smith. Don't be stopping people. But you know, you you know Will Smith. You know Martin Lawrence. You have you know um, Denzel. Like all these like really great black actors that I didn't really think of as just black actors. Mm-hmm. Like, Grom King's like, he's an American actor. Yeah, yeah. You know, Samuel L., American actor. Yeah, exactly. You know, it is really fucking good. <clears throat> but now it's like, well, we need to make sure that we have a black, lesbian, pansexual, <laughs> overweight person to make 
like and then it's just like what are we doing and and and, and, and like i don't want to sound like a red pill person like even like you don't like you can there's so many great it's a slippery african stories that are not told yeah and we're just like let's let's Mm, do the let's do the little mermaid with dreads Mm -hmm. i know that story we had uh, infamous goats through here, and they made that exact same point. Like there was like the Harriet Tubman movie that like just came out, and nobody even gave, gave a fuck about it. Yeah. But like everybody's freaking out for Black Panther, and you yeah. know the like the Black Little Mermaid or whatever. Yeah. Or you know, find actually, like, you know, black people lived on the coast too and had their own stories. Mm-hmm. Like the Little Mermaid is like it's a Nordic tale because mm-hmm. that's what they were doing. They're on the coast. Like everyone who's on the coast has their own mermaid story or like. Because that's all you know. That's all you know. The mm-hmm. ocean is scary. And so you make up stories. And then it's like, oh, this person survived. You know, like, you know, or people who live in the desert. Like, read some of, like, the, um, like, the Middle Eastern tales. Like, it's, like, that's, you're, all you see is sand. And so you come up with stories for that. And so, like, there's so many untold stories where it's like, let's rinse and repeat, but tweak it. And I'm just, now this what if the little mermaid was black <laughs> okay okay <laughs> she's a black then what i think they're at the point now where they just have a list of the stereotypes and they're just like we're gonna cross all these <laughs> you know i, I think <laughs> first one we can swim yeah or what if like the people of austria Made a Jesse Owens movie. <laughs> He's a white guy. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you can't like, and I and I get it. You want to be represented in things that's familiar, but you can also like, you get to choose mm-hmm. what the thing is. Now, the Little Mermaid came out in nineteen ninety six, and who like, and there's no new writers. Yeah, or Snow White and the seven people who are. <laughs> specials in different ways <laughs> you know because like, you know which also took a jobs a lot of from a lot of people but like overcorrection is a big issue because like yeah and i saying if you go all the way left you go right you go mm-hmm. all the way right you go left and so you have to find a nice middle ground and live in the world that you're in and yeah. also don't Live in the time that you're in. Like Bill Maher says all the time, like, I can't grade you based on 2023 standards if you lived in the 1850s. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, as a kid, you're born in the world that just, this is the world yeah. that I'm in. Yeah, your you entire know? sense of morality is based yeah. on your. Yeah. The same way upbringing. that, like, kids right now in, you know, the elementary school there don't know a world without wi-fi at home all the time mm-hmm. and you go to 1850 they don't know a world without like not wi-fi all the time like this is yeah. this is just it you know and so like i i can't grade you and judge you on because that's all you know mm-hmm. like you that this is your world and like the same way that i would not want to be judged by 2000 you know Whatever, 93 standards now you know 
saying wild shit. <laughs> this is all I know. Like, I, yeah. you know, and like humans don't live that long. History remembers yeah. everything, but it's really important to like judge people in the world that they're in, and also like, understand meet people where they're at, and people can change. Yeah, like people like, and that's the one thing that I really hate was like you said a bad thing in two thousand six. Therefore, you should be canceled forever. Yeah, exactly. Who hasn't said something bad in 2006? Said horrible shit <laughs> all the time. Because <laughs> yeah. I was a dumb kid. And, you know, I am a less dumb adult. <laughs> and that's and that's how it's supposed to go. That yeah. is the natural progression of things. You know, there's a reason we don't lock up sixth graders for being assholes. <laughs> you know, and, like, throwing a tantrum and pissing on the locker i'm not gonna send them to jail if you're an adult maybe but like you got shit going on (laughs) when you're a kid like so preserve that innocence yeah um kids are stupid yeah so uh (laughs) one last question before i ask my last question uh why is rhode island a state and not puerto rico like like question for me for like you my um probably i mean probably just like the difference of time right i mean rhode island was founded in the early or god i'm gonna sound like an idiot it was, it was one of the natties it was one of the yeah natty 13 pack yeah important <laughs> i mean i i, I guess <laughs> Oh, the natty 13. <laughs> I guess, like, it was easier for America to drive out the Indians in that time versus, like, in 1950 when we wanted to have Puerto Rico be a state, you know? Well, why can't we get one now? <laughs> because Puerto Ricans aren't Americans till they land in America. There's too much uh, incentive to, uh, like, uh, save money on taxes and shell. The rich people want to preserve that. I think. Because they know once it's a state that... Th- they're they're going to pay taxes on that. So so you know how Nashville is like the new like East Las Vegas. I have not heard that. No, Nash- Nashville is wild. It's damn it's crazy. Prostitution legal there yet? Not yet. It's still a southern, southern state, but I mean, <laughs> the way they do prostitution is they just have lots of bachelorette parties and then the girls mm. don't care. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's kind of free, you yeah. know. <laughs> And therefore, it's not pro- it's not illegal. Yeah, or you know? morally wrong. You know, it's not illegal. <laughs> hey, hey, adult women can make their own choices. Yep. You know, just get consent. All you get consent, but yeah, paying a bill is not the same as yeah. giving them cash. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, having a uh, not like so Nashville can be like East Las Vegas. We need an East Hawaii. <laughs> we need a Puerto Rico. Because, I mean, the other Hawaii burnt down. So we need a new one. <laughs> you know, and, cause Joe, and, and Joe Biden, he tried. He gave him $700. <laughs> for the people of Maui or whatever the hell it got fucking burnt down. He gave him $700. Oh, a pop or total? A person. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is a lot. You know, yeah. if this house burns down and I give you $700, we're even. If your dogs die in a fire, I'm like, hey, yo, I feel really bad. 
Here's 700 bucks. Hey, I mean, that covers uh, the pet deposit. Also, you know? I got to grab my giant $2 billion bag and drag it to Ukraine. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh, but I think what we should, what should happen is Massachusetts or somebody just annex Rhode Island. It's the size of a football field. It's tiny. Just incorporate that into your state and Puerto Rico becomes a state. Like if Rhode Island disappeared or became a part of Massachusetts, it doesn't change at all. It doesn't change at all. You know, and that way the conservatives are happy. Like, well, the Senate map, really, it's okay. You'd probably be liberal anyway. So you're training a liberal state for a liberal state. <laughs> you know, the math, I, I've done the math. It works out. Puerto Rico. Is Puerto Rico liberal? I would think they'd be more conservative. They're pretty liberal. Hmm. They're pretty liberal. I guess it's pretty popular. Yeah, and people of Populous. color. And, and we have, we're adding more people of color hmm. to America. Yeah. Liberals, oh, be happy. True, true. Uh, be happy. What? How many black people live in Rhode Island? Six? <laughs> Twelve? Maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, and half of them are play for their New England Patriots? <laughs> huh? Like, come on now. Like, it, it, I think it's a fair trade. And you get East Hawaii. So when that one's on fire, trade off. Easy. I like it, man. See you Okay. Um, all right. So. Who's who's gonna win the uh, election? Yeah. We're gonna run it back. Okay. The, um, the grandpa Bowl. Uh, my prediction. Uh, I don't know. I think if it was a fair, if it was a fair election, it would be RFK Jr. Yeah. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Why do you think? <laughs> it wouldn't be unfair. So okay, so here's um, here's something that's going on right now. Um, I apologize for my voice. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I want to be president. I love RFK, by the way. Oh, you do? Yes. Hell yeah. That's what I got. Hell yeah. RFK all the way. Hell yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say because um, I've recently heard that they're trying to just the DNC is trying to do it where you have to vote for Joe Biden. You think the DNC is democratic? Well, they they were represent them politically. I mean, that's who that's who Joe Biden is. That's who represents Joe Biden, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, you think the Freedom Caucus represents freedom? No, no, but the, that's and, what. And, and, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I'm no, but that's what. I'm, you. That's what. No, you're fine. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying though. Is that they're they're um, not letting RFK get through? Yeah, they're gonna just say. You can't vote for RFK if you cast a Democratic vote, vote or um, if you uh, cast primary. Primary, it goes to it goes to automatically to Joe Biden. Yeah. So if they do that, um, RFK doesn't have a chance. Yeah, because which is sad. And the then after Democratic that, Party is in their primaries; they're the least Democratic. Yeah. And this is not me being a shill for the Reds. I don't like the Reds. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah, but because so. Bernie brought this up in 2016 hmm. because Bernie won West Virginia yeah, and got one delegate. And he's like, this is bullshit. It's not democratic. And then they had to argue this in court. And the DNC, they said, well, we are a political committee. These are our rules. And we can decide who wins. Yeah. Because... 
and the DNC, they don't only have delegates. Yeah. They have super delegates. Yeah. Which yeah, is, yeah. you know, all delegates are equal. <laughs> well, some delegates are more yeah. equal than others. And then a week later, Bernie Sanders was like, I Wait. support Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, yeah and then, like, we're super democratic. You know, or when Bernie's making noise in 2020, and they're like, yeah. mm, listen up, Pete. Listen up, Amy Klobuchar, whatever your name is, or everybody yeah. else. Fairly <clears throat> decent candidates for the Democratic yeah. Party, by the way. Yeah, and Obama picked up his phone and was like, yo. <laughs> This is Joe Biden's. You get me? Then, you My know, white dad. <laughs> <laughs> little Pete. Little Pete, the guy who took paternity leave for an adopted kid, which is hilarious. <laughs> you know, and no 1950s white man would have done this. You know? Uh, you know, so yeah, in the 50s, you had a kid, you go to work the next day. So yeah, yeah my wife had a baby. It's fine. So you, you want to support her for what? She made the baby. She should raise it. Simple. Uh, but it's such a rigged system. And, and and the thing is, the RNC, they don't like Trump. Mm-hmm. But the way they rules Vivek Ramsaway or whatever that guy's Ramas, name is? Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. Never even heard of this guy. Yeah. And he's like, he's like the Pete Buttigieg of the right. Yeah, he's, yeah. They're very similar. Like literally, him and Pete were at the same like MSNBC. I don't think so. Mm, they're all kind Might of. Might be. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I meant publicly. Uh, I mean, Obama in his writings is like I can't fantasize about this. I was like, you know, I mean, like if you just say everyone's a little bit gay, it's okay. It's not a surprise. You know, that surprise you. Uh, but uh, t- look at Bohemian Grove. Everybody's a little gay. Uh, you have to be. <laughs> yeah, I got your lines, you know. Uh, but and so, and so you end up with this thing where it's just like even the RNC they don't want Trump, but he just steamrolling because mm-hmm. it's open, and it's like the DNC's like, and and I was, I was watching. Um, what was I watching? I think it was um, The Hill, mm-hmm. and. They're, they were interviewing this DNC guys like ha, 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 there's no primary Joe Biden's you know if we force the people to choose between Trump and Biden it's like yo he was saying that force public? yeah God, I'm, damn. I'm just like you what if the Democratic Party asked the Democrats yeah who like, they want was like well the, there's no one else running it's like there's RFK yeah there's Marion Williamson oh, and Sixty-seven percent of registered Democrats want another choice. That is a supermajority. That is enough to get anything to the Senate. Yeah. If that was a bill, it'd go through. Why? So well, we don't. And, and thing is, I, I love polls <laughs> because <laughs> everyone believes polls until they don't back them up. Like, who does these polls anyway? Like when, when Joe Biden was winning, he's like, yeah, yeah, the polls are showing me I'm beating Trump. I'm the best candidate. You know, and then I don't trust these polls. Yeah, no. I, oh, fuck the polls, man. I don't trust them either. Uh, no, no. But I'm saying everyone trusts them until they're against you. Yeah. If oh, they're yeah. for you. Yep. You're like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Look 100%. at the polls. Look at the polls. I'm mm-hmm. the best. Yep. The people want me. <laughs> and then it's like, well, the polls are no, the, no, the polls are wrong. They don't know anything. Which, again, the polls can go either way. They just polls. 
But you know what really works? Asking people. Yeah. Hey, do you want a other choice for the Democratic Party or more cowbell? Democrats like anybody but Biden. Like, but, but then they do this thing where they like corner themselves. Yep. And it's like, yep. Biden or Harris? Like, well, th- that's why I can't even like when you ask me like who I think is going to be president, I can't even really say because it's not going to be RFK, but I know it's going to be the Democratic Party because they just win every time apparently. Um, and like, I can't think of a can't. It's not going to be Biden. He's not going to make it. It's not going to be Kamala Harris. They don't want her. I can't think of who it's going to be. Ah, Gavin is sitting and he's lurking. That's true. It could, but he did fuck up really bad during COVID. It'll just it'll be interesting to see how people according remember to that who, according to normal people, or according to that's Democrats. true. That's very true. Have you got your 18th vaccine? <laughs> well, you know, and that's the thing that's really interesting about I this am whole a thing. Really, right? I get vaxxed <laughs> daily. You think this is wine I'm drinking? <laughs> ah, it's just straight vaccine. <laughs> That was like the video the teacher was giving it, giving her kid a COVID vaccine. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the answer, clearly, clearly, and it's also super racist <laughs> to assume that Chinese people can mess up in a lab. That's racist as fuck. But if you want to believe that Chinese people eat pangolins in a wet market and that caused COVID, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I think it was amazing how it became socially acceptable to ask people if they got vaccinated. Yeah. You know, like, if you had asked any black person 20 years ago if they got vaccinated, like, how racist that would come off. <laughs> you know what I mean? You but know, now it's like, oh. who was the last to take the vaccine? A lot of black people. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't say that. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's, 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 I'm a, d- 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 fuck the stats. <laughs> it's, it's a white drugger. Look at the white truckers. <laughs> He's like, yo, I've had COVID. I sit in my truck 20 hours a day. He's like, you need to get vaxxed. It's like, shut No. <laughs> I just, you know, the next, the next pandemic, you know who I'm going to trust? Grandmothers. <laughs> Not some fucking 24-year-old doctor struggling too much to please his immigrant parents. I'd be like, you know, how do I start this? Like, yeah, I mean, does it really kill kids? I've seen pandemics. Like, by the time you're like 80, you've seen a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Like, and the thing is, like, viruses, they don't hide. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you what, like, we know what Ebola does. We know what the flu does. Like, it's just like, yeah, like, we know who's going after it because you just look around there. The f- Ebola is killing everyone, or the flu is killing a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but at some point, like, was it the Spanish flu? Stop being Spanish. <laughs> it became the flu. <laughs> yeah. And COVID is just going to just become a fucking regular ass coronavirus. Yep. Which is, and then now it's going to be like, wait, you're telling me that people get sick in the winter? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's called this fucking circle of life. Like yeah. Everyone knows this shit. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, no, we need more vax, more vax, like mm-hmm. made by your trusted friends yeah. <laughs> at Purdue Pharma. <laughs> the same people kill everybody oxycodone. Yeah, yep. we should trust Moderna. Yeah, <laughs> because Moderna stock, which I owned, 
was $16 in 2019. <laughs> Shit came up to 365 Oh, my God. You think they wanted COVID to end? <laughs> like, if you, again, if we are at the McAllister Weapons Munition Plant and the World War II is going on, you know what you don't want to fucking end? The war. <laughs> That's how you make your fucking money. Like, what do you do? We make munitions. <laughs> yeah, it's so easy, too. And, like, it's it's almost too easy, yeah. right? It's almost too easy to the point where people are, like, going to reject you. Like, they're going to be forced to reject you because mm-hmm. they're like, this doesn't sound smart. But it's like, it, it, but it is because it's so fucking simple. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know I mean? and, 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 and here's one of the things that made me lose my fucking mind is because, like, if you go back and look at any of the CDC people, mm-hmm. none of them released any recommendations of what any like strict guidance on what to do any medication you can take yeah if you have covid because in order to get emergency use authorization there has to be no commonly yep. agreed way to deal with this except for the vaccine which is how we justify emergency use and not testing it as much. Yeah, exactly. And because if there was, go back to the whole legal shit. Like, like hey, it's not an emergency if there's fire hydrant right there. Use a, use a fire hydrant. There's no fucking <laughs> fire extinguisher or hydrant. <laughs> Cover it up. There's none. Just throw it away. Well, that was where all the hype around ivermectin came from, right? Yeah, like that was why no, like that's why you had so to shut silent. it down because it had it, it was beyond the point where it could be patented. It was it was like free domain. If it was use, even essentially. plausible that it could be a potential treatment, mm-hmm. because then if there's a treatment, then let's try that before we declare an emergency. Yep. You know, but and you don't make your money. If there's no fire extinguishers, we have to use the axe that we just bought and they got fucking <laughs> and that's the same thing. Like then we've already put in all this money, like there's no other care. And that's yeah. why no one mentioned anything about the health risks. No one said anything about, you know, like being overweight was a factor. Like mm. nothing. shut the fuck up. Yep. There's nothing mm-hmm. but the vaccine. And then DJ Kelly that shit. <laughs> another one <laughs> what what's the, what's the cure to COVID another one <laughs> super vax ultra vax <laughs> get vax so much I want half your blood like, what uh, is your blood vaccine content right now <laughs> they pull you over for a, a, co- a <laughs> vaccine alcohol check yeah. you have a breathalyzer yeah, it's, like, it's like hey 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 let me get a little prick for your finger let me see how much vax you got in there oh Ooh, you're low i got you <laughs> so what <laughs> you stay vaxxed man that's uh, too funny uh, but i mean and that's where you and it's kind of bring this full circle mm-hmm. that's where you kind of see like the government will do not whatever it wants, whatever makes money. Mm. Because again, everyone in the CDC, like Fauci was a highest paid government employee. He was on boards of a bunch of pharmaceutical companies. 
That's where he makes the real money. You know, and it's just, and it, it, it's it's a bilateral transaction. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, look, that's our guy. Hey, look, he's our guy. Well, let's all make money together. And I think that's the biggest thing. That, that was the biggest eye opener of like, you can help people if you want to. Mm-hmm. The government can help people if they really, really wanted to, or if we forced them to. But if they can just make more money shipping cluster bombs to <laughs> Ukraine, guaranteeing that the last casualty of the war has not been born yet, you know, there'll be some fucking Ukrainian or Russian kid 20 years from now who's like digging with his grandpa and hits a fucking leftover cluster bomb brought to you by Raytheon. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, like, like and, and that's how the shit fucking goes. And so like that's what's maybe being very just like if not RFK then it's either a then it's probably a fuck you vote. Yep. And there's this guy. That, that's the other thing, right? Like, I think at the end of the day, the Democrats will win because Democrats vote for dead people. Like, Democrats are a special view where they will vote for literally anybody. More cowbell. <laughs> exactly. This, More cowbell. This is the... Listen, Coleman, you don't understand. We have searched the entire country for one single Democrat candidate to take the mantle from joe biden and you know who it is it's joseph biden (laughs) (laughs) do you know who is better than the oldest president ever (laughs) older more (laughs) you are like you are either like delusional or incompetent imagine if i hired you as like my NFL scouting guy, you come back. You're like, "Hey, got your quarterback." Like, okay, let's see it. He's six four, bet, 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 strong arm. Okay, okay, okay. What's his name? Brett Favre. I'm like, what? D A I. Yup. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you've had four years you've had four years and you bring me Brett Favre <laughs> exactly oh my god exactly I hope they get what they want I, I hope they get what they deserve <laughs> uh, but no, no I'm sorry I cut you off no you you're totally fine no I mean cause because I do see the scenario of there being a fuck you vote, but I just, I, we've seen it twice already where we thought there was going to be a red wave, both in 2020 and 2022, and it just did not happen. And I think we'll probably see, I think it's just a cultural shift. I think we'll probably, that'll probably be something that's going to be reoccurring, honestly. I mean, I think the fuck you vote has more backing now, especially if the person. That's what it really depends on, the people. Yeah. But I mean, Again, the RNC is open. They're like, <laughs> they're having debates. The DNC is not having debates. Yeah. Because, yep. again, their candidate is the most steady person. <laughs> Bidenomics. Are you feeling Bidenomics? Do you feel the Biden? I, I feel Bidenomics when I put gas in my car. I'm like, mm. I am a believer, David. <laughs> 
That's a joke. <laughs> I'm just biding my time. <laughs> like, and, and I was in Europe, and then, like, these are the people that you've chosen? I'm like, yep. To lead your country, the greatest on earth. Like, it's 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 a crazy time to be alive because because then we have to explain to our kids why we did this. <laughs> hey, why the fuck? Like, have you ever laughed and cried at the same time? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was what it was like oh, for like, a decade and a half. Gosh, like, you know what would be like a great like final event of the two oldest guys? Yeah, to you know, head off UFC two hundred. Like, what about UFC three hundred? The same two old guys. Like, what the fuck are we watching here? Like, who chose this? We don't want this. And then that thing that pissed me off the most. Like, nobody wants this. Yeah. Yeah. But the parties do. Because mm-hmm. Uncle Joe, hey, go say some shit. All right, go sleep. We got to be right there. I need some money. And Trump just throws him off. He's like, why the fuck were you NATO? They're like, I don't. How can you ask that question? It's like, why are we paying more? Like, why am I paying more for your house insurance than you are? Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, well I mean, that's just how it's always been. <laughs> yeah, fucking okay. well, Why don't we have slaves? It's like, oh, well, that's how it, that's how it was, but that's not how it's gonna be. Huh? Ask my man Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> uh, he's like, hey, they're like, what do you mean? We always say, well, not anymore. We're not doing that shit anymore. Just, 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 no, we're not doing it. It's like, well, but but NATO, we need it's like, shut. NATO is like sixty years old. Yeah, we don't need that shit. What were we doing? Fine. Remember, remember when World War Two happened? Yeah. Did anyone <laughs> bomb Des Moines? Did anyone attack New York? <laughs> Pearl Harbor. R.I.P. But we knew the Japanese said, well, I knew what? And, and they got there. Did you not drop two <laughs> fucking nukes on them? Did you not just uh-huh. see Oppenheimer? Yeah. Uh, are they good now? Uh, do we get them back or not? Uh, how, do we, how many more nukes got drop? We dropped two of them. <laughs> they killed 2,000. We killed 200,000. What fucking bomb? What fucking bomb? Don't fuck with us. So let's just chill here. There's two fucking oceans between us. <laughs> And we're good. Uh, <laughs> no, y'all been fighting forever. That's what y'all do. That's what y'all took like a hundred years off, and you're like, let's just go take over everybody else. And y'all did, and then y'all went back to fighting each other. Like they literally colonized the entire world. And like, what should we do now? You know, fight each other? Yeah, let's do that. Like, <laughs> it's re- so like, why should we be involved? Y'all do your thing. Yeah, I agree. War is your thing. Europeans enjoy that shit. I agree. Uh, live and let live. I think uh, you know, libertarian-minded people like ourselves uh, believe that. That's the core of it, right? Yeah. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Just and you know, live and let live. Yeah. Uh, David, we bar- already gone. I feel like we've been at the two-hour mark. We've been at it for a while. Way past two-hour mark. We we've said a lot, but is there any last words you want to say or anything you want? I, I you don't really. You know, have like a lot of like outside stuff, you know, outside job stuff. But anything you want to plug or, you know, uh, just promote? Not too much. Uh, I will shout out my brother, TBM Entertainment. Yes. If you are uh, looking for a wedding, my brother does a fantastic job. 
he's done events as big as three four thousand people oh, wow. to a little you know small humble wedding um company's growing it's you know grown five times as much since last year so i do want to plug in tbm entertainment tbm entertainment and other than that i mean i'm glad to be on the pod it's a great time great yeah. talk um be good people read <laughs> read don't just listen to us podcasters we talk shit on a great time but also read like there's nothing like that and vote with your mind like mm. there's so much emotional shit so much emotional stuff but vote with your head vote look, look at what you're voting for think with your head not with your cock not with your cock <laughs> yeah or if you are get it snipped and then <laughs> then you only have one head <laughs> One head is better than two. <laughs> Most of the time. Yes. Or ask your wife. There you or go. your wife's boyfriend. And they'll go. <laughs> uh, David, I love you, man. Thank you for coming through. Uh, I appreciate it's it, been, man. It's this, been a pleasure. This is a, this is a fun pod. Yeah, it's fun. Appreciate it. Fun as fuck. Yeah. And uh, congrats on being a new father. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can have you here again in the relative future. We can. Anytime uh, you want me on here. And this is yeah. fun. I, I enjoy this. Or oh, we can do, maybe, if you want to, hmm. an election pod. Ooh, that would be really fun. Yeah, 2024 is right around the corner. It's coming. It? We'll, we'll pencil it in. We'll, I'll keep that in mind. And okay. We'll just, talk just an further. idea. Let me just talk about how stupid. Or how smart it is. We don't know. We don't know. Vote with your heads. Vote with your if head. Your other, if your head deceives it, chop it off. You know what I'm talking about. Even if it's not educational, we can uh, poke fun at it plenty. Yeah. It'll be entertaining. These are the leaders of the world. Yeah, exactly. More, more cowbell. Exactly. Guys, Cowstars Podcast. Uh, we're here every, actually, only every Monday now um, at 7 p.m. Uh, we have a website in Cowstars.com. We also have a Patreon where you can find exclusive content there. Go donate. Um, you know, money, cash, as the Wu-Tang Clan said, cash rules everything around me. So, you know, go donate if you want the pod and everything to um, catapult. And, oh, by the way, we have two new podcasts that the network is uh, producing. Um, one, the Unhinged and Uncensored podcast with uh, myself and Lolo Savage, where we just go off, we rant, we have a good time. It's kind of like a comedy-based setting. Kind of what we do here at the Macau Stars, mm-hmm. a little less serious. Um sometimes more serious uh and then we have also the guts and gore podcast with uh molly um your sister-in-law my girlfriend um and we both review horror movies and so yeah we got a lot of stuff in the mix so go check those out all right guys have a good night david again it was a pleasure coming on appreciate it have you come on all right peace guys more cowbell (laughs) more cowbell